The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Day five, which is uh, uh, Josh Flanagan, um, writer, director. You're in it as well, aren't you? I'm in it from yeah. time to time. Day five is here. Uh, for those who don't, Catherine is here. Word. I'm here barely. I'm here, but I'm I'm barely here. Very very high on cough medicine, which is a great way to be, guys. Um, we talk about day five from time to time. Uh, it's this brilliant. Um, I'm going to say little because it is kind of a culty show that um, started on Rooster's Teeth. I keep wanting to call it Hen's Teeth, but Rooster Teeth TV. Mm-hmm. And someone put me onto it. I became obsessed with it. Sam, who answers the phones, is obsessed with it. Um, and we've had uh, Jesse C. Boyd, who's, who's in it on a couple of times. Uh, Casey Folger, we've had on as well. Uh, and lots of you have started watching it because it's now it's on pick it's on pick yep. which is one of the channel five offshoots it's around about the 30s i believe i don't i don't really watch telly anymore so it's around about the 30s maybe the 20s find it google it for god's sake google it for crying <laughs> out loud by the way uh, so josh is here for an hour um you can hear him slurping away those are his filthy american habits that's it <laughs> but you can call in about and you can ask him anything right if you've never seen day five um you can ask him anything you want about anything because uh, i'll be honest we've had him in the office for 20 minutes this guy won't shut up that's what i'm getting do you guys already know the ending you know the ending to the whole show so. well no 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 you know the ending of day five. Oh yeah and we're gonna we're gonna get it out of you yes buddy that's what you're here for <laughs> right for those who don't know the premise of day five and it's brilliant what is it josh the premise is so basically one night in the middle of the night this is american time yeah. by the way <laughs> uh sleep becomes lethal at like 3 a.m so everyone who's asleep in that instant dies, yep. and anyone who falls asleep after that is going to die unless they can figure out what's going on and how to stop it. And so it follows, you know, sort of these uh, uh, like side uh, and like misfits of society. I guess people who would be awake well, the in the middle of the night. Well, the star is like a he's a meth head or right. something. He's a meth he? head. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, we wanted to find someone for that character, especially where 
there was like their vice was weirdly the thing that saved them. Like it was the thing that pushed them away from their family and friends in real life. But then it's this weird thing that makes them one of the few survivors left in this kind of strange apocalypse. And it's great. I'm a big fan of post-apocalyptic films. I I love the genre. I think that maybe is how I stumbled across it. I was literally Googling post-apocalyptic things. Um, You've seen the American movie with Steve Guttenberg. Is it not the day after tomorrow because that's the one where it snows a lot. There's there's a film from the eighties. Three men and a baby. That's the one. <laughs> yep. Where um, him, Leonard Nimoy, and Ted Danson are involved in a nuclear attack. Right. That obliterates the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's that. We have a British version of that called Threads. You're thinking of the day after. The day after. That's what I'm thinking about. You've never seen that. I have not. I've seen a lot of Gutenberg, but not that. Mate, go and watch it. It's incredible. Okay. It's a serious. Um, have you seen the Gutenberg video where he's running around Central Park without any pants on? No. Oh, mate. It's, it's really him? Yeah, or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's funny. He's it's like funny. a full Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Just the top. Um, so what else? What other... There was... I started watching a really bad show. Sam, come on the microphone. What was that show that I started watching and gave up after three episodes? And this is all we've got you here for, Josh, is to slag off. No, other it's good. Shows. It. The one about yep. the boat, the, where there was a boat. I, I don't know. Yes, you do. Is it the last ship? That's it. Yeah. Thank you. He's my new best friend. Yep. The last ship. You know, there's, there's something happens and there's one ship left and uh, yeah, I really wanted to like it. But then I just, <laughs> then it became a bit formulaic, like the A-team. You know, it was like, okay, so this is what's going to happen right. every week. Isn't there, I only watched a little of that show, but isn't there like, there's, again, there's a virus and there's yeah. somebody who's immune and yeah. all this. It's just, this, it always goes down the same track. Of like, But what you do, what I love about your show, right? And I genuinely love your show. I think it's brilliant. I came in raving about it, much to Kath Shagrin. She was like, well, really, come on. (laughs) But I I love it. It's... um that is kind of a new thing, you know, you, you, people dying because they're asleep, sleep right. kills you. That's a great little twist on the whole zombie, you know, apocalyptic thing. Yeah. Um, it's really funny. It's really well written. And the seasons... The, 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 sorry, guys, I'm speaking American. He's, the series are only... The first one you were saying is six episodes. Mm-hmm. The second one is eight. Is eight, yep. That is great. Because, you know, I was a big fan of Lost. But you get, like, 18, 20 episodes in that. And they're padding those things... Out when you've got six episodes to tell a series arc, mm-hmm. you've got no room to no. pad. Yeah, it's got to be lean. You have to be efficient with the storytelling. You have to make the scenes matter. Um, I mean, we we face a lot of budget constraints. I mean, yeah. we're basically I think every episode of Day Five is about a tenth of the budget of a Walking Dead. Wow! So we have to be just really, really efficient with what we can show, and sometimes. You know, I think more times than not, that actually works out better than showing some big crazy scene. It's like yeah. showing the aftermath or showing, you know, right before it or, or drawing tension other ways. Um, the uh, I, the problem I have with The Walking Dead is that the main actor is English. Yeah. And he played a guy called Egg. Do you remember? He yeah, was in, remember what, him. what was in This Life? Mm-hmm. He was Egg. So you can't watch that and see him as a tough American sheriff because yeah. he's Egg. Because we've seen him screwing up his love life. Yeah, as Egg. Being a bit rubbish. Um, CJ's on the line. CJ, I've got to warn you, um, uh, Josh, is a sexual pervert. You might want to put your headphones on. Okay. But don't let them touch your ears, because this guy's a deviant. Okay. Um, <laughs> and that's not even a joke. Um, good, uh, yeah, there you go, you see? That was one just popping out. <laughs> good evening, CJ. Good evening. Uh, day five, can I just say, is absolutely fantastic. Right. Um, really, really, really enjoyed the show. It's, it's really good. Thank you. And I mean, I've seen things like... Walking Dead. I couldn't get into The Walking Dead. Same with um, the last ship. But Day Five, fantastic. The acting is great. The, the whole, the whole, the funny sides of it. The character development is is brilliant. So, 
Thank you so much. Is, is, is that it? You just want to suck up to him? <laughs> it's CJ, working. CJ, I tell you, man, if you're after a, if you're after a part in it, I'm afraid there's there's two British parts <laughs> up for grabs, and they're pretty much gone. Taken. They're pretty much gone. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Anything else? No, that's Do you it. make love while you're watching it? Um, no, no. Okay. Not yet. Well, your show is not as arousing. It's quite sexy. I, it tries to be. So, t- so how did you? You came up with the idea. No, I wish I did. I'm not that ro- smart. You got the wrong guy. You got the wrong guy. Um, so I'm, who came up with the idea? And I'm just, I'm just emailing because I'm, I'm tweeting to see if someone can send me the, the theme. Someone did a, a version of the theme tune to Lost, but with words. Okay. That, that, that summarise the whole series. So I'm just tweeting while it's me typing. But go on. Okay. So the, the original idea of sleep killing people was from uh, one of the Rooster Teeth co-founders, Bernie Burns, and. Uh, at the time, it was supposed to be like a budget smart apocalypse. It's like if everyone died in their sleep, yeah. then there wouldn't be overrun barricades. There wouldn't be ruined opulence of plants overtaking whatever. Yeah. It's like they literally died yesterday. There's nothing. Okay, yeah. so it'd be tidy. Right. It'd be cheap in theory. But then you realize that like in the pilot episode, you have to show an empty city and uh, like that that scene where there's kind of the big uh, the aerial drone shot where it goes yeah. up and you see this empty highway. That's that's I-35 in Austin, Texas, and uh, it's never empty. So wow. all that CG, everything in that downtown, we had to okay, remove all wow. the all the people and all the cars and wow. Yeah, so we blew our we blew our our budget on, on that one on, shot. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so it turned out to be not quite as cheap as he thought. But the 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 characters and the story of the show are uh, from me and another co-creator, Krista Maris. So. Yeah, and what is Rooster Teeth? Because this is like a an online channel. Yes, it's man, it's it's hard to describe. It is. I know. I'm fascinated by it. It's a so they they got uh, they've been around for a little over 15 years. Yeah, and they started with a series called Red versus Blue, right? Where they took Halo, like the video game, the first Halo on Xbox, and they would film it. It was this art form they called Machinima. So they would film. Uh, they would play multiplayer, and they would use one of the players as the camera, and they would put two guys, and if they found if they kind of tapped the rem- the remote, their head would kind of nod. You've seen this, Sam. Have you seen it? He's nodding wildly. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then they would go in, and they would edit it, and they would add voices. Oh, mate. And so it was, and no one had ever done that. So it kind of spawned this small thing, and this is pre-YouTube. So they upload this thing uh, online, and it goes viral back, you know, which was file sharing back then. And uh, I think that month they got a bill from their provider for like fifteen thousand dollars. We're like, here's all the people that downloaded. Now you owe us all this money. Wow. And they're like, cool. So so they blew up with that fifteen years ago, and they've expanded that into. We still have an animated side, yeah, um, which has the first uh, and I think the only still the first anime that's been imported into Japan instead of exported. Incredible. Yeah. What was that? It's called Ruby. Yeah. But it's spelled weird. It's like R-W-B-Y. Of course, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so we have a whole animated side. They have a new show coming out in January that has uh, a pretty incredible voice cast. They have Michael B. Jordan... Um, Who's that? I know he's the name. bad guy in Black Panther. Of course he Creed. is. Yes, yes. So he's the lead, and they have Dakota Fanning. They got oh, Maisie wow. Williams from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like... Um, so that's coming in January. So that's animation. They're big, and then they also do. We do a lot of podcasts. We do a lot of. Uh, they do a lot of let's plays. Um, a lot of let's play kind of personality groups. Yeah. And then obviously they have live action. Which let's is where plays. I work. What's let's plays? It's I... like where people play video games and do commentary over them. Oh, like, I love it. Yeah, I love it. So all of that. Yeah. Mixed with personality driven stuff. So like the audience knows who we are, and I'm like one of the on screen personalities. Yeah. I'm the, I'm low though. I'm like the. Skeet Ulrich or something of like <laughs> Rooster Teeth or the you know Tara Reid or whoever, um, and uh, and then on top of that, the Matt and Bernie or the founders did such a great job of cultivating a community around this company too. So it's not just 
like fans. It's like, I mean, we have a big expo every year in mm. Austin. I think last, this summer, we had like 60,000 attendants or something. And they're, they're all Rooster Teeth fans. It's not like Comic-Con where it's scattered. It's like some Star Wars, some Marvel, some whatever. It's like that community is just super tight. So how did you get involved? Because I'm, I'm, I've been reading your wiki. Yeah. I don't have one. No, okay, but I've, I just, I just, I just googled. Um, you served in Iraq. I did. And I was making light of that earlier on, but genuinely, you served. I don't want to make too much light of it because you'll put me in a chokehold. But I you do know chokeholds. You genuinely did. So how did you, how did you end up there? Okay. And and then make the move into television. What was that kind of journey? So I, uh, t- in so I graduated high school in two thousand two. Mm. And two things happened my senior year. One, I got a camcorder for Christmas, which I, I was poor growing up. So I finally got a camera. I shot a movie in camera that night, edited it in camera. Oh, that night. I love yeah. it. I love it. Um, it was about a curious George doll bludgeoning my brother to death with a golf club. <laughs> That's a beautiful image. It is. It's great. Um, boys, he did yeah. it in one night. He's already been thinking yeah. about it for years. Yeah. You've got girls, Catherine. This is what boys, when you give them recording, oh, my boys would have done that. My girls yeah. would do something similar. Oh, really? Okay. A bit more psychological, maybe. But yeah. <laughs> we had, I had, I had two younger brothers. So one of them was the victim, and the other one puppeted That's George. Funny. Um, so I did that that night. So that, that year I realized, I want to make films. Before that, I was thinking about doing video games. And that yeah. year I was like, no, it's, it should be films. And then the other thing that happened was September 11th. So that happened yeah, the yeah. fall of my senior year. And before that, I'd never even thought about the military. Never never even crossed my mind. I don't come from a military family, mm. none of that stuff. And then that happened, and I'd always sort of had this romantic idea of soldiers and service to country. And I felt... Honestly, like, I didn't feel good that other people would be going in my place to fight. I was like, if people are going to go, I should yeah. go too. This, this is, you know, we all felt attacked, and it was very like intense well, it's, time. It's, um, I mean, where are we? We're seventeen years. We just had the seventeenth mm-hmm. anniversary, which is a weird thing to say, but the vibe of the world changed. You, you can't, you know, you, you don't get across. In, in we had lots of news programs and TV programs about mm-hmm. it as we do every year. The, the impact that it had on the world, and we weren't even in the States, but just, mm. it was incredible, wasn't really it, A really good Catherine? friend of mine did the same thing. He said, what am I doing sitting here? This right. stuff yeah. needs to be oh, done. Everyone started do it. questioning mm-hmm. their worth, their place in the world. How yeah. could they make the world a better place? Yeah. And you, it took you into the military. Yeah, so wow. I, I, I signed up in February that year, and I took all the tests and... Did, I'm always just I'm good at tests, like good at multiple choice, and so I did well. And they're like, "What do you want to do?" And I was like, "Well, if I'm going to go, I'm going to be front line." So I signed up for the thing that actually had the lowest score requirement of all, which is infantry, because I wanted to be wow. out there. Um, and then so I graduated in May. I was in basic by July, uh, and then I was in Iraq uh, the next April. When I was 19, 19 years old. I was in oh Iraq gosh. as a as a dismount a, machine gunner. A baby. I don't mean that in a patronizing way. No. You know, a baby. Yeah. How long were you out there for? I was there for a full year. Wow. Yeah. And that was like right. It was initial invasion, like yeah. like Wild West. Uh, it's weird. My it's was my unit that caught Saddam Hussein. Weirdly, I was on the raid, but I wasn't like in his little hole. I was like about a half mile away raiding other stuff, looking yeah. for him. So wow. I have a coin. They gave out commemorative coins. <laughs> you were part of the team that caught Saddam. Yeah. Well done, guys. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um. How do you look back on that? Thank you for your service, man. Genuinely. How do you look back on that now? Does that seem a lifetime? Ago? Does it... Yes. I mean, in some ways it does, and in some ways it feels like yesterday. It just depends. And, mm. you know, it's one of those weird things, uh, you know, because I have PTSD from it. I'm actually considered 80% disabled from the military. Wow. Um, so, yeah, you know, you get like fun nightmares and fun stuff like that. And it's so it's, and some yeah. of that stuff is obviously always with you. Um, but then, uh, 
Yeah, it's very different. It's I, I had a hard time transitioning from that to college. I wonder if, and maybe I'm drawing too many connections here, if that has any impact on your work that mm-hmm. you do now, the kind of darkness that, you, that comes with PTSD, that comes with being in a, you know, in a war zone, um, whether that is somehow connected to the weird stuff <laughs> that you do now. No, it, I definitely think it does. And I think, you know, the, the caller mentioned the humor in it. And to me, that's one of the most, uh, for one, something that's missing from a lot of apocalypse shows, which yeah. is frustrating because they take themselves very seriously. And you're like, okay. Uh, but in combat, uh, you know, when things are that crazy and that extreme and you're seeing such insane stuff that just does, it's like hard to process, most of the time people process that through humor, like on the battlefield. Mm. I mean, it'll be, you know, you'll be getting shot at, bullets are ricocheting off walls around you, and the guy next to you will crack the most morbid joke, and you're like, dude, we're about to get like shot to pieces and like but you laugh because it's just to, it's so you? insane you yeah. have to it's the same with doctors my, my father-in-law is a doctor and he tells me about the you know the you, 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 when you're dealing with with people who are dying and are dead mm-hmm. you got you've got to laugh it's a release yeah. valve isn't it yeah um okay so you came back I came back then then what happened uh we'll take a break in a second we've got alan caddick lined up which i know you're going to enjoy but go on so then then what happened? Uh, got back, and then I, I uh, served my three years, and then went to University of Texas at Austin. And uh, that was an interesting transition, just coming back to civilian life and coming to, you know, having just come to war and uh, had friends that were killed and having shot people myself, and it was just a really, just a heavy experience. Then coming back into, in right. inverted commas, normal, right. everyday life. Right, and eight, you know, with... I had the three-year age difference. I was coming in with 18-year-olds who, you know, were complaining about having to do laundry for the first time. And it was just like, man, I just... Uh. Luckily, I found a good group of friends. Yeah. And that's ultimately how I got uh, to Rooster Teeth. Uh, it's quite a gap of time between then and there where I worked on my own. I was in the industry independently for a couple of years. Uh, and then my friend, Chris Damaris, who's, again, a co-creator on Day 5 as well, and a writer and director on some of the episodes, um, he uh, he just kept pestering me. He, he's been there about eight or nine years mm. And uh, just kept saying, you need to send stuff, you need to send stuff in, they're looking for people. And then I finally did it uh, right around the time they were doing their first movie, Laser Team. Mm. Um, and so I'd just come off writing a Western, and I submitted my stuff, and they were like, cool, yeah, let's let's do it. Oh, three, four, four. Turn your phone off, Josh! I don't have a phone. Oh. You know I lost it. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> well, that may have been me. Sorry, guys. Turn your phone off, Ian. Sorry, guys. That was... Uh, well done. You passed the first test. Um, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. By the way, Josh is here for the first out. You don't have to call in about day five or, 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 or you know, anything. You can just phone in and do your usual nonsense, which I suspect is what Alan Caddick has done. Good evening, Alan. Hey, Mark. Hello, Alan. How are you, mate? Me? Oh, no, it's been a tough weekend. It's Wednesday, mate. It's Wednesday. <laughs> oh, because of... It's Monday or Tuesday. No, because of Chaz. Yeah. One of Britain's most loved singers. Okay. And also the father-in-law of my of a good friend of mine, a guy called Chaz from the band Chaz and Dave. The most English band you could ever see. Two Iconic. old men with beards, braces, and are playing the piano and Flat singing. Caps. Good chap. <laughs> um, that, well, anyway, Chaz passed away at the weekend, which is really, really sad. He's kind of a British legend, and um, uh, Alan very sensitively broke the news to me. Luckily, I'd heard before; otherwise, that would have been a blow to the guts. I'm all right, thank you, Alan. We have um, his, we have my friend Paul Garner on the other night talking about Chaz, so that was lovely. That's good. I thought you'd have played Snookaloopy at the start of the show. Nah. Um, have you seen Day Five? I've heard, no, I haven't. This is new to me. Well, well, you've not been listening that intently then, because we we go on about it all the flipping time. 
Well, he's, well, it turns out he's not the creator. It turns out we booked the wrong guy, but he's very, very closely connected to it, yes. I am credited as a creator of the series, just not the idea. So I am a oh, creator. Okay, okay. Yes. You're going back up in my favour, young Josh. <laughs> yes, Alan, we do. I've got a question for him. Have uh, you got a question for him about a show you've never seen before? This is going to be great. I'm ready. So, are you pro-Trump or anti-Trump? Ooh, Ooh. Trump or anti-Trump. We've gone straight. It's 22 minutes past 10. We've gone straight for that. <laughs> wow. This could, everything hangs on this, Josh. I am anti-Trump. It's, it's true. You left-wing liberal I media know. types. Uh, Shame on you. He's your president. You back him. He's fine. <laughs> he's fine. It is, um, well, Alan, here's the thing. We've never discussed this with you. Are you pro or anti-Trump? I reckon you're pro. Well, have you heard me let one go? <laughs> Oh, now, come on. I don't know if you have that. In England, Trump also means fart. and oh, uh, that so makes sense. That's outrageous. Alan and my kids love that joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's have a little break. Uh, Brad, we'll come to you in a second. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses and jet lag antipodeans. Good night, Cobbers. Can I crash on your floor? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I wish someone could would send me the... Lo- there's a, Someone did a Lost theme tune and it was done like a kind of 1980s theme tune with... Well, they fell on the island and they all got lost. They're chased by a giant smoke monster. It was that kind of vibe. And uh, I can't find it. And, and you listeners are awful. Um, Catherine Boyd is here, joined by Josh Flanagan, who is from uh, working at Rooster Teeth, mm-hmm. which is a cool, cool thing. No, why, Sam, why didn't you tell me about this Halo Wars series, which I'm totally, totally having after the show? I'm pretty sure I told you about the film. Um... But laser team before? No, you didn't. No, no. Well, you just weren't listening. Uh, he never listens. Che- no. Unbelievable cheek. He's 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 a kid. Yeah. Um. Uh. Let's take a call because Brad might have something to say. Good evening, Brad. Hello. Hello, Brad. What have you got for us? Hey, right, wait. Firstly, how can you mention the upcoming Star Study cast of Genlock and not mention David Tennant? You're right. David Tennant is also on Genlock. I'm sorry. Wow. I forgot where I was. Wow. Kicking um, off is very tense. Yes. With, uh... <laughs> Mass- massive Britain, you didn't leave him off the list. Secondly, <laughs> <laughs> also, um, so great that you're bringing like some of the because I've been a British TV fan for years. Oh, awesome! Great that you're bringing some of the stuff to British TV. Um, is there a, a plan in what to keep doing that in the future? Because I know you've got uh, Arizona Circle, an mm-hmm. upcoming sketch show. Um, and a few other like big production shows. So day five, day five is TV? is on is on pick. It is. Yep. Is that the first time Rooster Teeth, Teeth have had a show on British TV? Yes. Wow. I think the first time we ever had it a show on any broadcast. Wow. TV. Yeah. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. And and um, we've seen it trailed. You know, we, we've seen it on, on trailed a few times, and have had people since Jesse came on. Yeah. I think he was drunk. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jesse came on. Uh, people who said I'd never seen this before, but I love it. Um, so, so yeah, is is any more stuff going to come over here? I hope so. I mean, I don't, I can't think of anything that's currently being negotiated. I mean, yeah. even even day five uh, only has the first season over here right now. We've yeah. made two seasons, um, so hopefully, hopefully, season one does good enough where they they bring season two. Um, Arizona Circle is a sketch show. I just we just released last week on Rooster Teeth. Okay, uh, it's like a half hour like sketch comedy show, sort of okay. a mashup of like. Uh, some British influence because we're big Monty Python fans. You know um, 
and uh, some like kids in the hall and some... we love kids in the hall. Yep. <laughs> oh man, every everything turns around comes around to kids in the hall. We had uh, a few weeks ago. We had Stephen Pagin, who used Ooh. to be in Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, and he brought his new little band with him. And there's a guy called Kevin Fox on the cello, and there's a guy called Craig Northy on guitar. And we're kind of chatting. They're all from Canada, mm-hmm. and um, uh, it turns out that Craig is the musical advisor and has been for like the last fifteen years for the kids in the hall. Ooh. And there's, there's talk of them doing a show for Netflix, and that. Gets me horny. Yeah. So anything. <laughs> sorry, my ears pricked up. So anything that's the, that cites kids in the hall or Mr. Show or something like mm-hmm. that as a um, an influence. I'm in. I'll send it to you. You can. Oh, please you can, do, yeah. man. You can weigh in. Did you ever watch Mr. Show with David Cross and Bob I did, Yeah, and then I watched the re- when they rebooted on Netflix too. Yeah, it was, it was all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. all right. <laughs> Reboots on Netflix. Yeah, they were right. But I today I was watching the Post, mm-hmm. the um, Meryl Streep, the Spielberg and movie. Tom Hanks film, yeah. right? And. Um, there's a bit, and I'm going, I recognise that voice, and it's David Cross. Yep. And then he goes into a room, and he stood next to Bob Odenkirk. And suddenly, who are the stars of this very funny, rude sketch show, Mr. Show. And suddenly I can't watch this scene, because it now looks like they're doing one of their spoofs. Right. Of a very serious thing, and they've got, somehow they've managed to persuade Tom Hanks to appear in this sketch with them. I couldn't watch it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, Brad, uh, what do you kind of watch lots of stuff on Rooster Teeth, then? I do, yeah. I've, I've done for years. Um, I think it's just, it's an easy way of, because Rooster Teeth, as you said, it's it's a community. Like, everyone there, like, they care about the fans and they make stuff for the fans, which I think is the difference between mainstream television where they make stuff to make money. I mean, essentially they do that because it's a business, but mm. it's, things are designed for their audience because they have their audience already. So I, I, I think that's why I like... How did you how did you find it? Because I stumbled across it by accident, or someone recommended, but I I hadn't heard of it. So how did you find out about it so long ago? I think most most of the right way down it was just a viral video, just one video that ends right. up on YouTube that gets spread around your friends, and then ten years later they're still making stuff. So okay, all right, hey, nice one, Brad. Listen, thanks for calling in, man. Hey, thanks Cheers. a lot. Ta ta. Um, what a nice guy. I bet you have I bet you have nice fans. I do. I bet it attracts nice, thoughtful. Intelligent people. Mostly. Do you know what I mean by that? Yes. Wait, but where is this going somewhere? No, it's going nowhere. Okay. That's it. No, <laughs> honestly, there's no catch. Because um, quite often, sci-fi, and because it's niche, and uh-huh. it could be described by some people, Rooster Teeth and Day 5, could be described by some people, and this isn't an insult, it's kind of nerdy or geeky. It's very I'm, geeky. I'm a geek, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm proud of that. Um, and geeks and nerds tend to be nice grateful that's the word i'm looking for grateful people that someone is investing so much time and effort into creating a show for them you mm-hmm. know day five is, is day five's never going to get 20 million viewers on a saturday night but the, the hardcore fans that have discovered it and love it are grateful that it exists i mean there is such thing as the angry geek i mean look what happened with ghostbusters before anyone had even seen it oh I, yeah and star wars people get crazy about it well don't star they? wars sucks that's why they get angry about it because it's just a waste of time that's a fair point <laughs> it's just star wars <laughs> yeah. is a waste of... no you're right there is the the the, the whole game of thing and there is there is a kind of a dark side of geekdom but the, you know my people my people is good uh is good people <laughs> um now Day five, mm-hmm. you've done two seasons. You're yep. saying, fingers crossed, if the, if the checks get signed, season three starts early next year. Yes. How many seasons are there going to be? Is it going? And I know the answer to this. We chatted about this, but yes. I want the listeners to know: okay. Is it going to be one of those things where it goes on and on and on, and then the TV network says, "Right, this is your last series," and so you've got to wrap everything up, or have you got an arc? I do have an arc. There's, it's at least four seasons. Yeah. And one of the things, like we ha- we know the end game. 
and I, I assured you earlier. So that you know the, the point you're working to. Yes, I know what the end is, this and is it's great. it's not a Battlestar Galactica. It's not a Lost. It, I think it will be that. very satisfying when we get there. Um, but we do have a little bit of leeway in terms of some of the more seasonal arcs that we want to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, like a good example, which is not on TV here yet, but season two has an arc about the Sandman's Oasis and this place where sleep is sort of a commodity and people yeah. figured something out. Um, and that wasn't something when we sat out there, like kind of laid out the series we weren't, or the, the, what do you call, is that right? Series. Yes. The, pro, the, was, the program. You... When we laid out the program yes. and looked at the number of series, how's that? Um, <laughs> we, uh, we did not, we weren't like, this is what series two is. Right. It's definitely this, but it was an idea where like, where are there some pieces of the broad story we want to tell? And we think okay. this would be an interesting thing. So it could be four seasons. It could be five. I think if it goes beyond that, it's probably going to be stretched then. And if it goes, the hope is that they won't say season three is that last season because yeah. then I do think it's going to feel a little rushed. But okay, well here's the question then: How okay. does it end? Good. Well, that's not bad because I remember when I went to Hawaii as uh, for the last season of Lost, and I interviewed uh, Ben Linus. I can't remember his name, and I said, and I said to him, "How's it end?" He said, "Well." You might be disappointed with the ending. Oh, and as wow, soon as he said wow. that, I was like, oh, they haven't got an ending. Well, they haven't got an ending. Do you know what's weird about that is I, and I, to be fair, I did not watch Lost all the way through. I had some, my roommates at the time, this was like maybe 2006, were watching it, roommates in college, and I would catch episodes. I'm like, this is interesting, like yeah. minute to minute. I'm, I'm very entertained. There's a polar bear. I don't know why. And uh, I, was, I literally said, if this all makes sense when it's over, tell me and I will start it. Because they were already four seasons in. And I think I saw like the season four finale where it turned out there were flash forwards now. Like which this. I thought, that's a great device. Yeah, yeah. And ultimately they told me, no, it didn't make sense. But I do remember the press announcement. I think it was when they started doing season five. Uh, it was, oh, who's the guy? Um, Jack? No, the who's the writer? Damon Lindelof? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he was like, we... This is only four four seasons in, series in, and he he goes, uh, we know the exact story we want to tell, and it's seven. It's seven series, seven seasons. Um, and so at that point, I thought, wow, they've really gotten, they mm. must know. They know the, they're f three seasons out from that. They must know exactly it, and then it turns out not they really. They fudged it. <laughs> they didn't answer. Who? This is the thing that gets me, dear Lost fans. Who the hell was firing at them when they were on those canoes? They never answered that. They kept jumping through time. And at one point, do you, remember, do you watch this? Uh, they were jumping through time. And at one point, they're on a canoe and someone was shooting them and they never explained it. I'm so glad I bailed after season two. I was like, ah, well, no, moved. man, no, not after season two. They moved no. to Sky and so everyone, everyone then went to Torrance to watch it illegally. That, once they started the, the time traveling, that's when I dropped out. I oh, was like, this is too... No, 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 yeah. sir. That's when, that's when you start to get more interested. Really? Oh, time travel is where it's at. Okay. I got an idea for a time travel series that I think would be great for. I like too. time travel in general. Yeah. I just felt like at that point in the Lost plotline, it felt like one piece too many. Oh, okay. like, oh, no, I know, I know what you mean. I'm a yeah. big fan. I'm a big fan of the time travel. We've got Dave is on the line for you. We're getting lots of new callers and uh, people haven't called for ages. Good evening, Dave. You're through to Josh. Hello, Ian. Hi, Josh. Hi, Kath. Hello. Hi. Um, Josh, um, I'm a big fan of Day 5. I'm, I'm, I'm loving the way that um, the cast engage with all the fans on Twitter and things like that. I think that's great. Um, but I was just, I was just wondering, what's the weirdest fan theory you've heard so far about what's going on? Do you get a lot of that fan theories? Ooh, uh, I bet there's fan fiction about Jesse C. There, yeah, you've a written lot. it. Oh man, there's, they call it shipping. The kids call it shipping. When shipping. You, yeah, when you put two characters together and wow, like a, like a sexy story. Oy. Yeah. So there's a lot of shipping going on. Um, Fantastic. And I don't know if uh, one of 
I don't know if I get weird um, fan theories from people, but one of the things we do in the writer's room, mm. which is really fun, is for season two, um, I guess season two is the only season we did it, uh, we kind of had an open, we hired three new writers, and we did an open forum, and we said, what do you think is happening? Like, what do you think oh, is, wow. is going on? Oh, like, that's a great idea. Yeah, and uh, we, we have the big pieces of that already, but for season two... Uh, there was a big piece of that narrative that I won't spoil here, but like, there's one of the writers like, well, it, oh, it's this. I think this seems like this, and we're like, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> how did you get Jesse Boyd? Because uh, I think we talked about this out there, but how did you find him? Because he's he's brilliant. He that guy should be a star. Yeah, no, he should be. Um, and he was on uh, what was he on the Mindhunter show? He had a, a guest role in that for two episodes, oh, okay. and so he's he's I think he's he's starting to break he's out. Bubbling finally. under, yeah. good, good. Um, but we, I mean, through normal casting, you know, yeah. we did our casting calls, and then we did our our rounds, and um, we cast um, Walker Satterwhite, who mm. plays Sam, the the kid on the show. We cast him first, and then it got down to I think three or four people. In L.A. and we're in Austin, so we're kind of doing a lot of the stuff remotely. Um, and we did a, a chemistry read between him and, and mm. Walker, and they were just so great together. And uh, so that was kind of the final trigger pull. Walker's great. He's got to be like six foot four now. He's he? very tall, big beard. He's like a cute kid in the first episode, season two. He's like, okay, he's, yeah. he's, he's talking a bit like this. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, he's great. We pitched his voice up for the first two episodes of season two. Did to, you really? Yeah, to try and smooth it. Um, oh wow! Isn't that clever? It's harder on a on a, a program like ours where the there is not a lot of time passage narratively yeah right so it's like on game of thrones you can come back oh yeah you know bran looks like he's 80 now and it's fine because who knows the passage of time is ambiguous but this is like a couple of days literally each season is like one day yeah season one is one day season two is one day so it's like when you come back from that and they look notably different it's it starts to create some problems he's a great actor though yeah I was flirting with his mum when he he came on. The oh, show. his mum's cute. Oh, you should see his aunt, Aunt Shannon. <laughs> I hope you- <laughs> Please don't encourage him. I mean, now listen. He basically fancies everyone that you've employed. Nice. <laughs> I do. I do. Honestly, thank you, Dave. Now listen. This is this is this is. Let's get down to the let's get down to the serious shiz. Okay. Right, let's get down to this. Ready. I trained for three years in performing arts at Middlesex University. I've got a two on. I saw that. That's on a your, degree. Yeah, on your Wikipedia. You. Yep. Catherine has got a great body. <laughs> right. You should put... Wow. So, I, thought, I thought it was Aunt Shannon at first, to be honest. <laughs> no, Catherine is a, is a talented performer. She does an amazing share. <laughs> yeah. And a Scylla, Scylla Black. I don't know if you know who Scylla Black Cher is. Share is more for the American Cher. market, obviously. Okay. We really want... You... Yeah. You really need us. Right. To be in season three of Day Five, you need this because because okay, it's on it's on Pick TV over here. Who the hell sees what? What even is that? If we were on this, and now I've been in the jungle, I'm a big star. Your your British audience is it's going to go straight up there. Yeah. So what? So do you want me to commit right now to having you? Do you want me to say you will be in season three on the air? Yeah, that's that's a legal contract. Well, obviously, you will be in season three. Yes, man! Come on, boil it! Yes! I didn't think he'd go for it. Okay, well, that was Josh Flanagan. Josh, thanks so much for coming in. Oh, three... All I had to do was buy him biscuits. We were kind of thinking, and we genuinely, we talked about this the other day, and I, we, I'm not putting you on the spot now, but that is a contract, and that clip that, please, uh, please clip that, Sam, and send it to my lawyer. Um, but we were kind of thinking, we, were, we did the show from New York last year for a week. We, okay. can, we kind of we paid for it, and we went to New York, and we met people, and we hung out. We're kind of thinking of coming out 
to your set for a week. Do it. And doing the show from your set. And obviously, so you film it in LA or Austin? In Austin. Okay. So we did the whole... <laughs> You're like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've not been to the home, the home of uh, country music, apart from Nashville. Yeah, I was going to... Yeah. The yeah. second... The, the um, holiday home of country music. Yes. Um, but we were kind of thinking, we, we couldn't really afford it this year because of divorce and buying houses and things. Um, but we were thinking next year, let's go out to America again. Let's tie it in with something. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Austin. Okay. And uh, let's go and let's we go. We talk like that. Sorry. That's how they talk out there. Sure is. Listen to me. That's not how. <laughs> that's not. That's not how they talk. That's... It's gone. You talk like a cowboy then. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot your head off if you don't get off my horse. Well, I do declare. Now, you know, you're like, you're like, she's like a southern belle. Right, that's like, yeah, southern. I, I would say Texas has more what we would call a twang. Uh-huh. Yeah, which well, you were closer we to. We can learn. Okay. You were, who was closest, though, Josh? And this is a genuine question. Who was closest? Neither. It's my show. I guess you. Thank oh, you so much how? indeed. I like this guy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we were kind of thinking, and we'll talk about it. If you don't want to do it, it's cool, because we wouldn't put you on the spot. No, you should do uh, it. Coming out, coming out to Austin, doing the show from Austin, and then every day... Just getting a little interview with one of the cast, getting you know, getting a little bit of on set. This is what's happening, kind of thing. Would you guys be up for that? Absolutely, beautiful. Let's do, let's do that then. Josh hates you right now. He's like, oh God, can't get out of here fast enough. Josh, Josh is, um, Josh is, is. What the gonna, hell is this? Josh is going to get what he's going to get. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you oh, should. No, you, you guys should totally come. You absolutely should. We will. We will figure that out. If you guys really want to do oh, it, no, we will make it. This work. is on our dollar. You're, yeah. not, you're not paying for it. Don't worry. Um, wow, don't say it like that. Well, I just I just got a vibe off him. Did taking, you not get a vibe off of him? Taking the generosity out of him. I think, I think, I'll tell you what, do you know what? Forget it. <laughs> Stick your stupid sleep show <laughs> up your ass. Or as we say, ass. I'm not interested. I'm not going to America. I'm going to go. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Have a think about if there's anything you want to plug, Josh, because when we come back, we're going to plug the hell out of it. Okay. Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy Farmers aye, aye. and Distant Fathers. Yeah, whatever. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yes, yeah, great. Right, I think Dave has sent me the lost theme with, with words. So let's, let's have a listen. So, Josh... Did he rhyme where they are with danger? I think he might have done. <laughs> but that's what a lot of 80s TV was. It's that they were... They, in case you missed it, you got the story. It's like, like Knight Rider. It doesn't have lyrics, but this is a story of a man. Um, you know, there's that guy, that spoken yeah. word bit over the top. Well, and, of course, then the French A-team. They sang, didn't they? Oh, God. You heard that one? You had the French A-team. There's a French A-team? Oh, my God, oh, no. it's, the, it's the A-team. Um... 18 uh, what are they called I keep what are they called um, th- this is this is uh, how it was it was shown in France accusé d'un vol qu'ils n'ont pas commis n'ayant aucun moyen d'en faire la preuve ils fuient sans cesse devant leur poursuivre pour subsister ils emploient leurs compétences 
quand la loi ne peut plus rien pour vous, il vous reste un recours, un seul, l'agence Tourisque. L'agence Tourisque. What does that mean? It doesn't mean the A team. It doesn't mean the A team. <laughs> the All Risk Agency. The All Risk Agency. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Nigel and Dion, stay there. We'll come to you next. So, Josh, um, what do you want to plug? Where do, if, where do people go if they want to find out more about Day 5, more about you mm-hmm. as a man, as a human, as a lover, um, <laughs> more about Rooster Teeth? Where are we sending these losers? Uh, you can find, I'm, I'm on social media as Josh the Flanagan. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram. It's weird. There is, I do, you said, you joke about learning, uh, about my, my sex times, but there is <laughs> one of my, one of my highest viewed videos through Teeth on YouTube is an animated short where I tell the story of this threesome. That's just like, oh, wow. just gets, it's, it's, it's crazy, but in like a funny way. It's not like weird. Followed. It is weird, but it's like, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Google that. Um, was the threesome disappointing? No, it was, well, the actual threesome was great, but then uh, someone in... Should I tell you the story? Do you know the story? I don't know the story. Um, you can tell us the story. Okay. Definitely. I'll try. You're looking to see if mum's over there No, just see how much time we've got, we got so well, I want to hear short, everything. It's a short story. Okay, so so I so I was I was dating a girl um, who was bi, and she was like, uh, we'd bat around the idea of having a threesome. Mm. I never pushed it or anything, but she, a friend of hers came into town and she was like, hey, this girl that I hooked up with before uh, is back in town and I think she would be interested. Would you still be interested in trying this? And I was like, well, if you insist. Um, <laughs> and um, so so we, we made a night of it. Like we went out to dinner before. We got a hotel room. I actually had a free hotel room. Yeah, you're not uh, an animal. You took right. her out to eat something it was first. Very nice. Yeah. I met her before. I met her like a week before. And so we went and got a hotel room and, and did our thing that night and it was fun. And the next morning, so there's two girls, like the extra girl and then like girl prime. And, girl uh, prime. So the, <laughs> the, <laughs> funny name. The extra girl leaves. She has, to, she has to go to work. And uh, so I get up to go to the bathroom, and I go in the in the bathroom of the hotel room. And in the middle of the night, apparently, someone had climbed into and defecated in the tub. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was, Less was it romantic. You? It was. So here's the thing. <laughs> so. I mean, I was kind of drunk, but I was like, I don't think I would have done this. No. Like, there were like, it was crazy. And so I went to, the, I woke the other girl up. There was up. nothing written in it. There's there? nothing written. Okay. Because that would have been a clue. No. So we, so I wake up Girl Prime and I'm like, you need, you should see this. Like, is, is this you? Like, so we like looked and because we were, you know, dating. And uh, she was like, I don't think this was me. And so it's, I love it. I don't, don't think, think it was right. me. Yeah. It's like, I feel like I would have remembered this. Uh, and so, it, but it started as this thing of like, uh, like communist paranoia yeah. where it was like, was it the other, you know, like, are they lying? Are yeah. they trying to cover? Or like, was it me? Was I so dry? It was like the thing or something, you know? Like, yeah. who was it? And uh, <laughs> we finally figured it out. And this is how um, we found <laughs> a handprint. Oh, God. On the second girl's pillow. Oh, jeez, Josh. <laughs> this and, is incredible. And she did. Here's the thing. And we did not move our sleeping position. So it was like girl prime, me, other girl. So the o- she was the only one to be near that pillow. And we even put her hand up to it like Cinderella. We're like, does it fit you? <laughs> um, but you really, in that moment, you really feel like Sherlock. You're like, yeah. oh my god, I've solved the the mystery of this. Of so the, who, the did back it, who did a shit in the bath? <laughs> right. Wow. Gosh. Yeah. Um, did you, well, did you that, get... That's less hot than I thought it would be. Yeah. It's not hot, but it's... <laughs> did you get her back for another session? 
No. Okay. No. <laughs> she she claimed she feigned ignorance later. She was like, "Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I thought maybe it was one of y'all." And it's like, yeah. "Let me see your hand." One of y'all. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let me see your hand. <laughs> well, yeah. The DNA tests are very cheap to do these days. If you have that ever happens yes. again, I always imagine it would just be. I always imagine the threesome would be disappointing. But not in that way. I thought it would be a different kind of discipline. No, the actual threesome was great. Like it, I'm it glad was, you had it was a very good time. Fun. Yes, up until then. But but, the but even then, I felt like that little piece. It's like this is probably what happens to like rock stars, right? This probably happens a lot. So I was like, cool. I'm just trying to make it sound good. I don't know. <laughs> and, and that came from us because you because you were telling us how to follow you on yes, social media. That's a, how's that tangent? Um, <laughs> Unfollow. So. <laughs> If you want more stories like that, uh, I'm at Josh, yeah, at Josh Savlanagan on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, but if you want to see more Day 5 stuff, you can go to roosterteeth.com. Um, season 1's airing right now on, on Pick here. Uh, so good, man. On, so uh, good. It's Tuesdays at 10. The finale of Season 1 is actually next week. But Season 2 is already out and on roosterteeth.com. So if you want to jump ahead, if you've been watching Season 1, you want to just see Season 2, yeah. which is done, you can go to roosterteeth.com and do it. Um, and yeah. what else? What, okay, so what else are you working on? Have you got any projects on the go at the moment? So we just released on RoosterTeeth.com uh, our uh, sketch series, yep. Arizona Circle, um, which is we talked about kind of a mashup of, of a bunch of stuff we love. Yeah, Kids in the Hall and Mr. Show it has kind of a transition device very similar. Who, to Mr. Who's Show. in it? Is it is it a, a, an already existing comedy team or is it a group of people that you all put together? Um, no, it is. It's it's an existing comedy team that works at Rooster Teeth. There's two actually. It's a crossover. Okay. So one is Funhouse. They're in L.A. And then the other one is Rooster Teeth Live Action, which I'm one. Of. So I'm starring the show oh, too. Okay, all right. Uh, and then I think we have one. I think he's British. Uh, I'm gonna mess up his name. Raul Coley. He's on uh, iZombie, but he's friends with um, Funhouse, and he he did a bit in our show okay. that's I think pretty fun. Um, no, so that just came out last week. Brilliant. So if you, if you like sketch comedy, it's it's out now. And um, you uh, you were saying that was it last night? You were making um, horror films with your uh, was it niece and nephew? Yes, or two two nephews, niece and nephew, niece yeah. and nephew. This mm-hmm. is what what a cool uncle, right? So goes and visits his niece and nephew, and then just you just go and buy costumes and make movies with them. Yes, we're teaching them low budget filmmaking. So we made a, a short. I made him storyboard it. I was like, you need to draw what you see. <laughs> And so we drew it out, and we went to get some... And we did, like, all the props lo-fi. So he's going to be Spider-Man. Okay, let's go get some silly string you can use. And we'll, I, was, I taught them how to, like, if you angle it toward camera, it looks like it's coming out of your hand. Yeah. And, um, and they both, like, just chewed scenery left and right, too. Like, once they got the roles, like, the my, my niece, Kaylee, we, uh, she was the Joker. And so she painted her own face. Beautiful. and um, It was great. It was, like, a legal problem, because she's the Joker and he's Spider-Man, and those are, you know, DC and Marvel but uh, other than that, it was it was great. Those DC films are so dry, aren't they? Yes. I, I did um, Suicide Squad today because it was on Amazon Prime, and Have everyone you... said that one's okay. No, it's not. It's arguably the worst, I think. Yeah, it's, I, it's I felt bad. sorry for um, uh, Will Smith because yep. I like Will Smith. I think he's good, and he lightens everything. Doesn't lighten this. He's dragged down by the tedium within that movie. Well, you can tell that's a movie by committee too, because yeah. halfway through it, you have no idea what's going on. You're no. like, oh, this is like rewrites from hell, basically. You, you don't know what's going on. And two of the superheroes, the Aussie guy with the boomerang and mm-hmm. the crocodile guy, yep. they don't do anything. No, it's Harley Quinn. And and um, uh, Will Smith. That's it. It's their movie, and the yeah. others are kind of just there, hanging out. I thought it was a terrible movie. Yep. Didn't get through Batman because I want to like them because I like superhero movies, and my kids love The Flash. The Flash is their favorite superhero. Yeah. But- the movies just suck. Yeah. My mom is a huge fan of the movie, but I think it's just because of, of Justice League specifically. Right. But I think it's because of Jason Momoa. She just right. has a huge crush on him. Yeah. And so, yeah. 
Disappointing. Movies? You put, you're going to move into movies? There's no, there's no chance of a day five movie or anything, is there? It's something we've talked about in terms of possibly wrapping the series if for whatever reason like future seasons don't work out um i mean i think it'd be fun to do a movie just standalone of that similar premise uh well the movie what's his name i forgot his name already out there yes sam 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 yeah probably sam yeah the movie sam mentioned laser team i was a writer and editor on that right um it's okay uh, but uh, yeah, I'm hoping to do do some more movies. I have a stack of, of scripts. I just have to figure out how to, yeah. how to get them made. Movie, movies are tougher than TV because that's that's money. That is my. Although saying that, I I told you I, last week I met Tommy Wiseau and yeah, um, man, that was an experience. Yeah, I got bumped. You're like you come in. Ah, oh, never mind. Yeah. Tommy Wiseau and yeah. I'm like cool, man. Yeah, totally. Their new, their <laughs> new film looks great. Uh huh. It's too long. It's too long. What's it called? It's like Frenemies top, or something? Top, best best friends, friends, part one. Uh-huh. Part two's coming out next year. But isn't the R in like parentheses? Yeah. So it could be best fiends. Fiends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks great. And it's lovely seeing those two back together. That's what, right. that's what it is, is what you want to see. Yeah. But there's loads of um, like montages uh, where there's no dialogue. You think, come on, man, we want to hear Tommy... Say something. You know? Yeah. We'll say, you tell me, say something. That's what we're there for. Right. Josh, lovely t- to see you. Thank You're you. You're off to Normandy. Yep. Um, just to kick some ass. Pretty much, yeah. Just relive any war I can. Uh, we didn't get to talk about beards, which is disappointing. I'll send you a series of emails. Okay. I don't believe you lost your phone. You just got bored of my dick pics on WhatsApp. That's <laughs> I, what that was. Well, I re-downloaded them on my iPad, so not really. Josh, it's so nice to meet you. Day five, you if you want to go and you know check it out, is a great show. Rooster Teeth is a great website and channel. Uh, this is The Late Night Alternative. Denise, Nigel, stay there. I'll come to you in a bit. 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I'm all thumbs, no action, attention, deficit, distraction. My brain operates on a fraction. All thumbs, no human interaction. I speak in typos, predictive text it. I spell check it.
What a nice man. What a handsome man. Ten years younger than me and achieved ten times more than I'll ever achieve. Um, thank you, Josh. Here's the thing, right? During the break, me and Kath said to him, look, we, we're serious about maybe coming out one week next year and we might as well make it, you know, come and see you guys. He said, OK, when we'll sort out the bit in the show. And we kind of laughed. He went, no, 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 I'm serious. We'll, we'll get you a walk-on part in the show. Me and Kath are going to be in day five. One of my favourite shows. The, the, the next best thing would be um, the monkey saying, come up on stage and sing with us. That's not possible. Actually, that happened. I did that. Anyway. Sorry, I'm sucking a cough sweet. Got a terrible cough. I felt lousy all day. Can't sleep. Terrible cough. Chest is killing me. My legs are aching. But here's the thing. Thank you to my um, brother-in-law, Ivan, for giving me the confidence. Thank you to YouTube for giving me the knowledge. Today, at the age of 45, for the first time ever... I drilled two holes in the wall and I put some rule plugs in and they fitted and then I screwed and put some screws in and I hung a very heavy picture. I did it. I had a drill delivered yesterday and some bits and um, the spirit level and I hung a very heavy picture and I hung some flying ducks. So I did it. You can sit there now. We're going to be on... Um, can we have him back, please? Isn't he lovely? I really like him. I felt like we were supposed to go out for dinner, but because Kath has been puking and I've been coughing and shitting, um, <laughs> we, we cancelled it. Um, and I wouldn't have... I was going to take tonight off. If he hadn't been booked tonight, I'd have, I'd have taken tonight off. But I didn't want to miss him. Um, I was just saying, during the break, he said, I'm, I'm serious about getting you guys apart in day five. We're going to have a little walk-on part. Isn't that incredible? In day five. You might see us in the background shuffling around or, or dying. Sam said we might get killed. Or we might be, I don't know, um, um, talking and that silent talking, rhubarb, rhubarb. So that'd be good. He was telling me um, in the lift, he said, I really want to get cracking with season three, he said, because the longer it takes, the more kind of I start doubting myself. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, and I feel like it loses momentum. He was talking to me like I knew what, what he was on about. You don't even know what momentum means. <laughs> What a nice guy. So that, nice. That Iraq stuff was incredible, wasn't it? Yeah. Because he says Iraq. That's crazy. No, um, that was incredible. He's seen things, man, that we can't even, um, we can't, well, we can begin to imagine, but he's seen them. Yeah, I was talking to him in the break about it. My, my mate had gone over there and he'd had that sim- similar kind of awakening yeah. in, in the wake of sort of September 11th, feeling like he needed to do something. And my mate came back a different person. Yeah. Oh, you do. You, you, if you're in the front line, as he was, uh-huh. and he said, I, he killed people. Yeah. You know, he killed people and he'd seen people killed and he was all part of that team that was that was hunting down Saddam Hussein. 19-year-old as well, imagine. A kid. Yeah. Kid. Nice guy. We'll yeah, get... we're keeping him. I like him. Yeah, we'll get him back. Well, well, OK, well, then that's fine then. Next year, when they're doing season three, we'll go to uh, do a week of shows from Austin and we'll get a walk on part on day five. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Cheeky git. Cheeky Paid git. off. Let's go to Denise. Good evening, Denise. Hi. Hello, Denise. How are you Hi. today? I forgot to say, um, we saw um, A Star Is Born yesterday, the uh, Lady Gaga and um, Michael Crandon film. Who? Um, Michael Crandon, wasn't he the guy dancing Make Peace? Michael Brandon? Uh, no, 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 no. And um, they keep bursting into song, right? Mm-hmm. But every time they burst into song, Kath would lean over and go, that sounds like one of yours. <laughs> And I'm falling from the sky into your arms tonight, my baby. 
was honestly it was cringy. It was terrible. And especially because it's you know it's Lady Gaga, you know what she sounds like, and she went from oh I can't I can't possibly I can't I can't oh I want your loving and I want your river like in the full Gaga. There's a song she's singing. You look good in those jeans. Your ass looks nice. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like one of yours. I thought she was a good actress though. I she, she is. She was good. Isn't she in that American Gothic thing? Or I don't care. American, I saw. I don't know. Hello, Denise. Welcome. Hi. Hello there. Don't cry. Don't Hi. cry. Don't cry. I like the name don't Denise. Cry. One of, don't cry. One of my neighbours was called Denise in the 80s, and she was the most glamorous woman on the street. She had a sunbed. Denise, have you got a sunbed? Because you're looking oh, mighty brown. Too. Maybe you shat really in the bath. She used to. go on the sunbed. Oh, really? <laughs> so much. Yeah. Hey, you've, oh, got God, a cro- you've got a croaky really voice. Great. You've got a croaky voice. Have we been making out? <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, back just... fun times. What, what have you got for us tonight, Denise, little Denise? What have I got is mental health. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Give us some. That, it seriously is not out there to help. Go on, what's going on for you? Me, I tried to kill myself twice. Oh, mate. And this week... Oh, God. I've tried to kill myself twice. And... What, stop, I've been told, I've got to wait, I've got to wait a week... A week. <laughs> you, you, can come, you can come back in a week. And we'll sort you out. Yeah, if you if you're lucky, I'll come back in a week. I'm <laughs> yeah, laughing. I'm laughing at the ridiculousness of it. Obviously, so ridiculous. Yours. So, what well, the idea? Oh, can you hang on? Yeah, fine. Obviously, I'm not in a desperate state. It, it isn't that. I'm who, really not in a really good place right now. <laughs> who did you speak to, sent, Denise? Was, was it? Sent, I was sent. I was sent to two nights ago. Yeah. After I'd actually tried to kill myself. Yeah. I was sent to. A room in a Parkway, um, Soul Parkway house yeah. in Warrington. I was sent there with a 20-year-old girl, and I'm 53. Yeah. <laughs> I was sent there with a 20-year-old girl, put in a room with the window wide open. I, what, fifth floor or something? I tried to kill myself that yeah. day. yeah. And um, I'm like thinking, I can just jump out of here now. Um, who put you there? The council? Mental health team. Okay. Well that that um that sucks and we yeah, we don't um spend anywhere near enough <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry, Denise, I'm gonna keep coughing and spluttering. I'm, <laughs> I probably won't come in tomorrow. But um, I heard a guy. I heard a guy on James Wales' show tonight, right, saying, "Oh, the, the, the bloody Labour! It's all full of trans and depressed people, and they want money. Well, how is money going to fix depression?" And James, very, well, look, James said, "Well, it's it's not, but th- you need money to be pumped in. So there is a network. There are resources available to people like you, Denise, who are struggling and need immediate emergency care." Yeah. So and how? I have- how are you today, then, Denise? You called us, which is a good thing, because you're reaching out. How are you today? Not good. What? I still want to go. You want to go? Yep. Um, well, something stopped you. I want someone to take me away. Okay, well, hang on a minute. Some, something has stopped you killing yourself. So what? what is it, do you think, that has stopped you? Why are you still alive? Why are you speaking to Why me? Why am I still... Because I love my kids. There we go. Well, wow. okay. I love my kids. So I bet much. you do. I bet you do, and I bet you're a great mum. 
Um, when are when are you going to be able? To, they said come back in a week. So when is that? When is that <laughs> week up? Week. <laughs> Sorry. A week? Why? Why should you have to wait a week? Well, you shouldn't. You should be able to press a button and get help immediately. When does that weekend? When? When? When will they speak to you? Uh, my appointment is next Friday. What, oh, what Friday of next week? Friday of next week. Flipping it. Right. Okay. Um, could you do me a favour? Mm. It's a really small, mm. simple favour, but I know you can do it. It's up to you whether you choose to do it. But do you think you could give me a call every night? I mean, it's every night. I'm not on Saturday and Sunday. But if you could give me a call every night between now and next Friday just to check in. Yeah. Could you do that? Yeah. Because I tell you something, Denise, I don't want you to die. I want you to stay you, alive. I I watched you and I saw what you were physically put through. Yeah. On that programme. Yeah. You didn't deserve what you were subjected to. Well, listen, don't, but try not to get upset you about me. You didn't deserve that. Well, no, I didn't, but I'm fine. Um, and, the, you know, it, that show served every purpose I wanted it to show to serve. Um, I don't want you to die, Denise. I want you to very, very much to stay alive. And I think, I, I bet your kids want you to stay alive. They do. My, of course they do. My daughter said it yesterday. Good. She went, Mom, I don't want you to die. Good. Well, then all we got to do, and I say all, even though I know this is tough, all you've got to do is make it to next Friday of next week. That's it. That's all you got to yeah. do. Can, do you think you can do that? Brush myself up. I even said it today. Pick yourself up. Dust yourself down. Start all over again. Uh, it, don't, it don't work like that, though, does it? <laughs> Pull your socks up. No, it doesn't work like <laughs> cheer, that. Cheer up. Sometimes Pull. you shut out. Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't work like that. And people that don't get it, don't get it. And, um, and that know. is what, when I was talking to them, they said, unless you've been through it, yeah. you will never understand it. Denise, what are you? Are you um, have you got anything nice planned for tomorrow? No, <laughs> no. Uh, can, can you go to like the pictures or something tomorrow? Uh, I probably could. Yeah, there is a film that I want to see. What? I can't even remember what it's called. What, what's it about? What film is it? Um, if it's a Star Is Born, I wouldn't. I'd save your money. Uh, you will no, end up topping no, yourself what, if you see I, that. I can't think what the film's called. If you see if you see um, a star is born, Denise, that is going to push you over the edge. So I, I forbid you. You do not have my permission to go and see that because I want you to stay alive. All right. Well, can you? Uh, uh, no, it was. It's the woman. She was jumping down. A, she was trying. She was doing the same. Can't remember what the film's called. The film about She's jumping down the street. Trying to kill herself. Oh God! Well, um, what film is I can't that? Remember the film? Oh, can't remember what it's called. Hang on, let's see what films are on now. Films. That... This is like a conversation oh, with right. me, Mum, and she'll say, "You know, thingy, what's it?" Um, um, a, a simple favour. Uh, the Nun, Crazy Rich Asians, uh, Mamma Mia. No, it was a woman. Oh. They, the Meg. They said, "They said seriously, Mum. Oh, your mum's at it again." She's going down the street on a bouncy castle. Is on, it um, the Meg? Call him a space hopper. Uh, the Meg. The Meg's so about what? a big shark, isn't it? But it's a woman shark, and it may <laughs> it may involve a space hopper. I don't know. 
I can't, I can't help you here. No, you can't. There's no such film. You've dreamt this film. Sounds good, though. I want to see it. It does sound wicked, actually. It, it, it is a good film. I've seen the clip. Right. And I really seriously want to go and can see it. Can you afford it. to go to the pictures tomorrow? Yeah, I can. Aff- I've got the money. Great. Everybody keeps telling me I've not got the money. Screw those losers. Screw them. All we've got to do is we have got to keep you alive for the next uh, eight or nine days. That's it. And, th- and then we can have a look at things again. So all we've got to do, right? We've got to get to next Friday, um, and then we come up with a different... We need to come up with a different plan. But so all, all I'm interested in is you yeah. staying alive till next Friday when you get to talk but, to but, a professional. And, but what is what I'm saying about this mental health thing? Yeah. When I was sent to hospital... Two weeks ago. Yes. Because I've been I have been dry for three years. Hey, well done. I've never touched I've not touched alcohol. And I reached out in desperation yeah. to try and kill myself. But when I was I was put in in A and E. Yeah. I had to I was sent home in my dressing gown. My, you know the hospital gown that they give you? Not the one where they can see your bum? Yeah. Oh, the God. One that you can, yeah. What a the shock. The one that you can see your bum. Hey. The one that doesn't even fasten up the back. What is that about? And I had a pair of socks on. Yeah. And I had to walk out. And I had everybody looking at me. Uh-oh. Felt so embarrassed. I bet it was. <laughs> it was degra- it was degrade it was degrading. Yeah, no one should go through that. No one should have to go through that. That's disrespectful. It uh, is dis- if that is the word I was looking for. Yeah, it's no one, no no one should have to go through that. You're, and then you're a wonderful when I was human waiting being. in the morning. Yeah. I heard she was doing obviously she's finished her shift. Yeah. And she went Denise Jackson is in cubicle 3. She's waiting for her ECG. But she's alcohol dependent. And I seriously haven't got the time for these people. Oh. Well, that's not very caring. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she'd had a long shift and was tired. Maybe she'd had a personal history. But you know that that getting drunk isn't going to help anything. You know that, don't you? I I, I do know that. Good, good. I've been... Like I said to my family, I've been drinking it, but been throwing it up. Yeah. Because I can't take it anymore. Have you been drinking it now? No, I've not had anything today. When did you last have a drink, love? About eight o'clock this morning. Okay. Tell me what I'm going to do. And my body is craving. Right. I know. I was told yes. your body is going to crave it. Okay. I tell you what I'm going to do, Denise. I'm going to come and have a little chat with you outside. Is that all right? If I just take you off air and have a little chat with you and Kath. We'll play some ads and then you can talk to Nigel. Yeah, sure. No Is problem. that all right? Denise, stay there. Yeah. It's going to go quiet for a second. I'm going to have a little chat um, and just give you a couple of numbers and things. And just I just want to make sure you're okay. And we'll talk off air. Um, but So just stay there. This is Talk Radio. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no. Well, it says with Ian Lee, he's just nipped next door to have a quick word with Denise. So I'm here talking to Nigel. Hey, Nigel. Oh. Hi, Hi you, Catherine. You're right, Treacle. How are you doing today? Um... Oh, I'll tell you in a minute. I'll just, just, uh, what do you think of this? Hang on. Um, 
Sounds. Um, is that a new a new rig you got there? No, no, that was the, I. I used to do um, Mrs. Doubtfire in this sort of um. Hello, this is Mrs. Doubtfire. I've been shopping today. <laughs> Why is she down a well? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good voice, though, isn't it? It's a really good voice. You've Funny been practicing voice. it. But I do Roger Moore as well. I... Go on. Hello, hello. My name is Roger Moore. <laughs> Roger Moore. <laughs> Because he's a bit deeper, isn't he? He is, yeah. His voice is very deep. Very deep. I was James Bond once, wasn't I? <laughs> yes, I was. Yes, yeah. was. <laughs> is, that, is that OK? <laughs> it's really good. Can you do the eyebrow? Well, you can't see me. <laughs> Just tell me yes or no. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I can't either. My mum can I, do I it. used to like him in The Saints. You know, the old Saints? Yeah. Did you watch the rerun run sometimes? Yeah, I did. He was very handsome, wasn't he, when he was young He was young really good-looking when he was yeah. young. Well, he was OK in the James Bond films, but he was quite old. He was um, 57 in the James Bond was he? Uh, um, sir, films. Wow. That was the one, for your eyes only. Yes. Uh, he was 57, I gather, in that one. That's quite old, isn't it, to be a James Bond? It is, but wasn't Sean Connery older? Uh, I believe he was. He in some of the, like, Yes, the one where he rode that motorbike. Yeah. The, uh, the last one he did. Because um, he had to wear a wig, didn't he, Sean Connery? Yeah, a bit, yeah. I didn't know until I, I read it. Because, oh, Nigel. It, yeah. was, it, it, was like a, it was like a dead rat. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But he, he, he was bald. I gather he was bald all, most of his life anyway. In, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I was, uh, you know, I was talking about the MBE medal that my uncle got... Was it MBE or was... Yeah, it was the MBE. Yes, right. I've got the... I found the case in the front room because I lost... I couldn't find it anywhere and the medal's not in there. It's been stolen. Oh, man. Yeah, and I've got I've got the um, certificate saying that the British Empire will to my uncle and the MBE, but it's, <laughs> it's been stolen. Oh, Nigel. Well, and I, I can't find it anywhere. Well, it... Do you know what? what I don't might... know whether Mum put it somewhere safe or she not. Might, she might have. Um, and, and you know what will happen? When you stop um, looking for it, it'll turn up. Yeah, but the only place I haven't looked is in where the photos are. Yeah. Um, do you think it could be between, a, between a, a book or something? It could be, but do you know what? It, it'll turn yeah. up when it turns up, Nigel. You see, when we had the floods here, yeah. the flooding, and pe- uh, people could just walk in and out of the house, um, maybe she didn't check it since then. That, but that was six years ago. Surely she, she would have checked it. I don't it. know whether people would pinch it, Nigel. No. It's a very it's, personal it's thing. It's not very much to anyone else, is no, it? No, it's kind of, you know, to me it's... Um, it means something to the person who gets it, and to everyone mm-hmm. else. I mean, what what, what good is and, it to them? They, there must be a name on it as well, isn't there? Think, and, and how are you going to flog that? You can't sell it with someone else's name on it. I no, think. I wouldn't think so. But I would think she's, you know, to keep it safe. She might have put it somewhere to, safe, mightn't she? She and might have. It might have fallen down the box. It might be somewhere daft. But uh, I feel guilty because it. Um, of not looking after it no. for her. Yeah. Well, don't feel yeah. guilty like that because your mum mm. would say that was a, you know, I was daft. There's nothing you can do about that, is there? No. And the other thing is, um, I should have been in the garden when she fell over. When I, I wasn't with her, oh, and I'm blaming God. myself now well, because uh, she fell over when I was in the bedroom, yeah. and I wasn't there with her to help her. But would I, I couldn't be with her all the time, could no, exactly. I? exactly. She was living her life, you know. If it didn't happen um, then, it would have happened another time. I mean, I could have been out cycling and she fell over. 
exactly. And that would have been worse because I couldn't have picked her off the garden and put her into a, a chair or anything. I, I would imagine she wouldn't like to stand in over her all the time. No, no, no. She wouldn't want me holding her hand while she was um, doing the gardening. No, no. Exactly. But I'm blaming myself now because I'm thinking it, I could have saved her. No, well, it, it's natural to feel like that, Nigel, mm. but you mustn't because it's, it's, yeah. it's no good for anyone, that. And that's not what she'd want. No, but if I'd, have, if I'd have been behind her, maybe I could have grabbed her and stopped her from falling. Maybe, but she might have fallen another time. You can't, yeah. you can't, you can't blame yourself. But I just feel that I, I was to blame. No. Um, well, you absolutely weren't. No. You know you weren't no. really, don't you? Well, yeah, I think I've got a new fi- a film of the grave grave on uh, YouTube coming out. I think it might be out now. I've got to look later. The one I took after um, she was buried, you know, the flowers. Right. So it should be on YouTube. I wanted to sing you a song, um, The Greatest Love of All. Oh, blimey, that's a big song, Nigel. Well, I don't have to do all of it, but I can do, do half of it, maybe. It's, half of uh, it sounds it nice. Long. You are about for half of The Greatest Love of All. Mm. Go on, then. So, do, so, yeah. So can I do one more thing? I went to the council offices. Oh, yeah. And uh, I couldn't pay my council tax because I was shut today and I, got, I went all that way for nothing, so I've got to go back on Friday. And I said to them, could I have it reduced or could I not pay it? And she said, no, I've got to pay it, even though I'm living on my own. We were discussing this last night. I've still got to pay the bills, but I haven't been... I'm going to a, a solicitor, the thing we were talking about, well, not solicitor... Citizens' the, um, advice. Citizens' advice. I've got their number now. Good. And... Uh, Maybe for the, the later bills that I, could, I get, maybe I can get those reduced as well. Go and have a word with them because they know mm. they know everything and you're, you know, obviously, yeah. unless you're in it, you won't know where to turn, but they it's know... It's very difficult. I don't know which way to turn exactly. at the moment. Well, very... they'll know stuff, Nigel. Let's yeah. have your song, Nigel. I feel, I, I, I feel okay, like a bit I'll of music would, would lift this the mood. Cheer, this is cheer me, pardon? A bit of music would lift the mood. Yeah, it, it cheers me up as well when Good. I sing. Sing, singing cheers you up, doesn't it? It does. I think. Well, and, and it scientifically does because it releases mm. endorphins mm. and all kinds of positive mm. drugs in your head. Dolphins. It releases, releases dolphins in your head. Yes. <laughs> dolphins. There was there was a in the Thames. There was a, a not a dolphin, but a, the a other whale. thing. A whale. Yeah. They should kill not it. James Whale. Hunt it. Hunt it and feed all the hungry children, all the orphan children, all the poor children. Take it to a food bank. That's what I do. Yeah. Did you hear my joke? Not James Well. I did hear it, Nigel. We decided to move on. All right, I'll do my song. Go on then. Here we go. Never to walk in anyone's shadow 
Song. Sounds like the whole song, though. Oh, Jesus. It's because he's not got kids. It's a bit Show them the beauty that possesses Hope Denise isn't listening. Let the children's Jazz. Great, Nigel, you're a man of talent. It's, it's difficult to let yourself go in the hall, you know. <laughs> no, well, I, I, let yourself go in the bathroom, is what I say. <laughs> Nigel, nice to talk to you, mate. We'll speak to you later on. Take care. But I cheer myself up now. Good, lad. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Thank you. Go on, what were you going to say? All right. Yeah, go on. Thank yeah. you, Nigel. Cheers, mate. 0344 This is Talk Radio. It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. Um, oh, 0344. Four. Denise, I lost you when I was talking to you. Uh, uh, listen, I'm going to move on. Uh, just let me know. Are you all right? No. Hello? No, my phone died. I thought it did, you silly sausage. I, tried, I called yeah. you back. Listen, <laughs> no, my phone I've, died. Sent you, I've sent you a Facebook message with the number for Alcoholics Anonymous and with, the, with, my, yeah. with my private email address, because I might not be in tomorrow. If I'm still feeling poorly, I'm taking tomorrow night off. But I would really okay. appreciate it if you could, if I'm not on tomorrow night, if you could just drop me a little line. All you got to write is, I'm alive, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. I've not done nothing stupid. <laughs> Don't, yeah, exactly. If you put the subject heading, I've done nothing stupid. That'll be great, all right? <laughs> right, and thank we, you. No, thank you, so, my love. So you, you take care of yourself, all right? Yeah, thank you. Thank you, love. Bye-bye. Right, bye. There we go. She's a nice lady. Um, let's go to Ollie. Good evening, Ollie. Hello. Hello. How are you? Um, well, I've got a sore throat. 
and a, um, an upset stomach. What's, what's that got to do with you, boy? That's true. That's really, really big to ask. What you got um, for us, Arlington? Well, what I was going to say, the bloke who was just singing, mm. apart from a few pitch errors, I thought he was brilliant. You've not called us for ages. No, I haven't. I'm sorry. As you should be. What what happened to you, man? Oh, I've just been mixing around a lot. Do you know, I have been writing some music, and I'm not planning to play you any, so don't worry about Can that. Can I just read you a tweet we've had? Talk Go Radio, on. is this a wind-up show? I don't mean to be mean, but all the callers are cranks. The presenters are not well either. I love it. It reminds me of the 90s. Hang on. Presenters are not well. I'm fine. <coughs> I was going to say, you sound, you sound in full health. She, she <laughs> was puking it, up earlier on. I she, know, but I pulled it together for the show, man. Oh, OK. For the yeah. show. You, you, oh, I, does, actually. I use my pain for the show. Yeah, don't we know it? <laughs> <laughs> by the way, by the way, we've now got one of the logbooks back. Don't. You know the logbooks? Maybe you don't, Ollie, because you're only a, a plastic listener. <laughs> we That's have... quite rude. Okay, well, he is, though, isn't he? What, what are the logbooks? Mm, okay, well, it's quite, quite accurate as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> so on, sorry. we had a book, a big red book that I bought in America mm-hmm. that we sent out to a listener, and we were gonna, they were going to send it back, then we'd send it to another listener, blah, blah, blah. And they would have it for a week or so and would fill in like, what happened in the show. They don't actually have to do that. They can do whatever they want. But hopefully they'll fill in what happened in the show. They can stick in pictures, drawings, whatever they want. Yeah. Well, the first one got lost, so I bought a second one and sent that out. Then the first one <laughs> appeared, so we had two. And then the two of them... Hello? Where are you going? I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. Sounds like you're going somewhere. I'm putting something in the microwave. What, oh. what are you cooking? Lasagna? No. Let's guess what... Southall, vegetarian, um, late-night breakfast. Okay, sounds disgusting. So <laughs> is, anyway, that, is that egg-based? So then we had two no, logbooks. Like you had two logbooks out there, oh. right? Yeah. But then, they were out there for ages. One was with Eben. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One was with Ross. And I messaged Eben on Facebook, and I said, Eben, what's going on, man? He said, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. Oh, don't do the voice. I've moved to university. <laughs> and um, I'll send it when I get a chance. Okay, that's fine. That's great. <laughs> It's good jokes. Um, and then we had an email from a guy called from Ross, mm-hmm. who had the logbook I'm now holding in my hand. Yeah. Yeah. And well, <sighs> Ross that was wine, by the way. Before you, t- I'm not in the toilet. That okay. flushing sound. Ross was Ross was keeping hold of the logbook. Yeah. Because he was pissed off with. Well, he thought he was pissed off with me. He wasn't. Right. He was annoyed with my mate Scott, who who we got you got we got some merch. You want to see it? Go to mm-hmm. Lee dot com. We got some merch. Me and Kath got a little bit of merch, which Scott does because Scott's a genius. And um, th- there had been th- he's supposed to send it out within three working days, mm-hmm. and he ha- didn't send it out until the fourth working day. And Ross, right. you know, Ross was upset, rightfully so. He should be up, you know, he was upset. He didn't get the service that he thought he was paying for. But he mm-hmm. took he then took that out on us, right. and decided... But he didn't tell us he was doing that. It was just in a proper passive-aggressive well, he said, way. He said, hi, Ian. I'm sending the logbook back tomorrow. Oh, was this an email? Yes. Oh, goodness. I haven't filled it in for over a week. To be honest, I spat my dummy out. 
I ordered some late-night loser merch and wanted to wear it to an Arctic Monkeys gig. Okay. It never arrived in time. It wasn't even dispatched until I qu- queried where it was. I paid mm-hmm. £2.95 for delivery within three days. Anyway, the matter has now been resolved, and I'm happy to no longer hold the logbook as ransom. Wow. Enjoy- I didn't even know any of this was going on. No. Enjoyed listening to your show. You're new listener to Ross. Passive, passive aggressive, definitely. So I then replied, um, cool, please, and I'm, I'm fuming at this point, but, you know, uh-huh. he's got my property, so I went, cool. Please mm-hmm. do try and get it back to us as soon as you can. We've got quite a lot depending on it. Thanks, Ian. Right. Next day, did you manage to send it? He replied, just heard you mention on the radio then. Yes, I did, mate. Sorry I spat my dummy out. I was very annoyed, though. I wanted to put my picture in the logbook with my late-night loser merch on. Okay. Don't don't hold my logbook to ransom, you absolute prune. What the hell were you thinking? Also, yeah. first rule of holding anything to ransom, tell us you're holding it to ransom. Yeah, you muppet. <laughs> and just go dark yeah. on us. Because this cost me this cost, this cost me twenty quid. Um you, you think you think he could start to crowdfund the um ransom, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes. He's not done it right. He's not thought it through. Uh, yeah, no, he hasn't. Too blinded Sorry. by rage. T-shirt-based rage. <laughs> no, I'm just... I'm just... Like, we, we, no, we don't normally do this, but I'm looking through what he's written. Um, Is it angry writing? No, he's got, he's got the same writing as me. Oh. Angry. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, OK, right, fine. Well, he's done it, but just, you know, come on, man. <laughs> oh, it's I'm a, joking. No, you not you. That. No, not you. I'm, t- I'm just saying, you know, this, we talk about community and stuff, and holding a book to ransom is a really, really selfish thing. I feel like I'm talking of to an eight year it is, yeah. It's a really, it's really selfish very, thing to uh, do. It's not a civil action, is it? It's not, it's not part of the community, and no, um, it's, uh, it's selfish, man, and this, this, is, this yeah. is about sharing. So, Ross, I'm really, really disappointed, man, that you felt you had to hold it to ransom. And that you got angry. I'm, I'm disappointed the way you spoke to my one of my good friends, Scott. Um, and I'm just disappointed, man. That that you know. Okay, so you paid two pound ninety five for postage, and you had to phone them up and remind them. That's not great. But you you have my book to you have my ideas to ransom, and I'm disappointed, Ross. I'm really, really disappointed. Yeah, exactly. If I'm honest. Yeah. Anyway, Ellie, what do you want? Oh, music. I think. Now, I think you you got to you got to remember I'm not fully there, so patient with me, please. No. Um, sorry, that sounded rude. I didn't just mean get to well, patient. Just get on with it. Right. Okay. You put me on to um, Nielsen, and I absolutely the murderer. Think... He's a great murderer. No, 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 Harry Nielsen. Yep. And he's absolutely fantastic, and I. Thank you very much for doing so. Well, it's my pleasure. That's all it was, really. Is to say thanks, Kath. Where are you going? Is that bad? Does hot air rise? Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to go to the floor. Oh, all right. Oh, I think Kath just dropped her guts, Ollie. I do. Oh, I do, you just made me pull oh. his finger, Ollie. Okay. I do think girls did that. I do. Yeah, I they, do. They I do. mean, I do. Obviously, you got you'd they explode, do. but I don't do it like he does. She's a disgusting it. human being, honey. I apologise to anyone who may have got, got a whiff of that through the <laughs> eyes. Dirty, dirty. It was not me. Dirty cow. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Louise. 
Good evening, Ian. How are you? Good, thank you. I'm just handing. Let me just hand this um, before we we carry on talking. Kath, here's the logbook. Could you make sure it gets sent to Isabel in America, please? Yeah. The ten year old girl. Thanks very much. Yes, Louise. Um, right. Uh, I want to ask your advice on something. Okay. And I also want to clarify something, okay. if that's okay. Yes. Um, advice and clarification phone in. Yes, please. Um, the the book that Evan is sending back, um, am I able to put my name down for it um, for as soon as it's sent we, back? We just, we just don't, we just, we just don't know when Eben, if Eben is going to send that back. We just, we just don't know. So we're, we're holding, I'm sorry, making myself laugh. We're, we're <laughs> I actually beg you. Yeah, you can have it, for God's sakes. Just, yes, yes, as long as you stop phoning us up. And don't hold <laughs> it ransom you. like that little scroat Ross did. Oh, I promise you I won't. And hold I know it how ransom. To I can't believe that. Not can I was bloody furious when he sent me that email, but because he still had it, I had to be all nicey-nicey. I know. There's nothing like being put in a corner. No, it was awful, awful, awful. What a rude, selfish thing to do. So, yes, you can have it, yes. But, no, I know how to do recorded delivery and all that okay. kind of stuff. All right, so. all right, all right. Calm down, calm down. What, what was but the clarification? No, thank you. Um, it's actually about medication. Uh-oh. So, um, it's medication that you were on yes. and you just recently come off. Metazapine. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. Um, I'm just about to change medication and go on to that. Yes. And I was just wondering, whenever you first started that, what your experience was, you know, with starting it, if you can remember that. Hmm. I don't really remember it. Uh, I don't really remember the start, to be honest, because that was a while ago. So, um, I remember the start of sertraline I didn't like. I didn't like any of the sertraline ride. Uh, I can't remember if I'm if I'm uh, being completely honest, I'm afraid, Louise. Yeah. hope that um, helps. <laughs> I hope that helps. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm coming off duloxetine and um, I've asked for something that would, you know, kind of help me sleep. Yeah, oh, going to knock you out. A... The first, I remember the first time I took metazapine, these 45 minutes, I was out. You, um, it was sta- that that starts. I don't remember the thing, honestly. You, you that is going to knock you out. We say I'm on a double dose of sleeping tablets, so that's why I've asked for something that'll, yeah. you know, help me with the sleeping to try and get, okay. you know, down off. Well, you know, the double dose of sleeping tablets. Your your doctor knows what your doctor is doing, so fingers crossed. And I've also got a little update about uh, reduction okay. and pain clinic, go on if, then. if you want to hear it. Yeah, go on. Let's make it quick, because I've got bloody loads of people for some reason. The phones have gone mental, which always makes me th- worry I've said something I shouldn't have said. But go on. Yeah, of course we want to hear it. All oh, right. Okay. Um, I've been to see the pain clinic, yep. and um, as far as they're concerned, um, there's absolutely no reason why we can't continue the reductions. Here we go. Um, they're not going to interfere with the reduction in any way, so my consultant can carry on as he sees fit. There you go. Good news. Good work. You happy? Um, I'm very, very happy about that. You know, that's the one thing that was kind of holding us back. There you go. Well, I'm, I'm pleased. We're, we're thrilled, Louise. And you will get Eben's logbook when it comes, uh, but please stop phoning us. Uh, my car's on its last legs, which is great, because I'm skint. I am skint. I'm down. You know how close to the wire I am. I'm skint. And my car is a Volkswagen Polo. 
It's doing the thing that my last three Volkswagen Polos died of. It's juddering a bit. It's juddering a bit. And the amount of time I've spent on the hard shoulder and to get it just juddering. It's juddering. And I was coming into work thinking that. I've noticed it. Started last week a little bit, and I thought, maybe I'm imagining this. And then yesterday it was doing it a bit, and I thought, ah. And then coming into work, I was thinking, this uh, this ain't got much. uh, You can get it fixed. 250 quid to fix it. But then it will go again. And that's it. the start of the nursing. That is it. And so I've got to buy a new car. And I'm skimp. I'm skimp. I can't afford it. I can't afford it at the moment. January, I might be able to afford it. Now I can't afford it. So I'm going to go to the garage tomorrow. This is boring. But I'm going to go to the garage tomorrow. Um, I've just there's a, a, a local Facebook groups are amazing. So I've just been, I've just joined this. I've been on it a while. This local Facebook group, and you just go and say, "Is there such and such?" A, I've just posted. Is there a local garage, a good reliable garage that I can go to? And everyone's gone, "Yeah, go to this guy." So I'm taking the car into that guy tomorrow. I'm going to leave it with him, get a higher car, and spend some spend a lot of money. That's what I'm going to do. Spend a lot of money. It's all money. It's all. Money, guy. Money, honey. Let's go to Lewis. Good evening, Lewis. Hi, Ian and Kath. Hiya, Lewis. Hello, Lewis. Hey. Um, I want to cast your mind back to about, I don't know, it's more than six months ago, right? And you two were talking about having an artificial baby. Remember? No. You said to Kath, like, let's have an artificial baby. Like, I know you were saying joke and everything. But I wouldn't make if, if I, I said think it. It was a I real baby it. we were planning, wasn't it? If I said it, I and meant I, it. It's Manny's. No, oh, something like that. But some the artificial bit came into it. Well, have you got one that you don't want? No, but I've got loads. You made a song. Yeah, let's have it. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, well, I haven't got a beat. I've just got the lyrics. That'll oh. do. That's, <laughs> that's, not, that's a poem. Um, yeah, it's a poem. Okay. Oh, but you got to sing it because we don't like poems. Yeah. Okay, I've got to sing it. Yes. Yeah. All right. Ian Lee, Ian Lee, Ian Lee, going to have a baby. Ian Lee and Kathy B, going to have an artificial baby. No hanky-panky, just spanky-wanky. Don't call it artificial. Right, just I don't think you can say spanky-wanky on the radio. Oh. oh, no. But thanks for your call, Lewis. It's really appreciated. Flipping egg. Sam loved that. <laughs> Sam's in hysterics. So he's, he's written... Apologies to anyone who may be the result of artificial insemination. Or oh, spanky one. <laughs> spanky one. He, um... Do you remember that guy who was um, talking off in the disabled toilets? Don't no. you remember? No. Yeah, the guy who said he had to get in there. Your dad? He... No! The guy who said, he rang us up and he said he had slow, oh, slow sperm yeah. and he was told he had to come and give a sample uh, and he had to get it to him quick. And so he went, to the, the, he went to the hospital... Yeah. Found the disabled toilets, and I can't remember what he said. He was <clears throat> wasn't tugging it. He said he was. Oh, th- I thrashed it. That was it. Do the story I about the, the, the motorway, the dash cam. Two, four, six. You All right. Like that? I need to reattach my dash cam. By the way, shenanigans. So you get stuff like this. Will this is again. great. Uh, okay, so uh, here's a story from the Mirror um, online. If you want to read along, a calf. This is called. I like it when you say that. You should say that more often. This is called "Naked Man Spotted Having Sex with Blow Up Doll Beside M1 Motorway in Bizarre Dash Cam Footage," and that basically is the story. Yeah. But let's let's indulge. <laughs> um, there is there is a video. It's a bit crap, actually. The video of your mind is probably going to be more effective in this one. Bizarre footage appear, appears to capture a naked man imitating. I mean, how do they know that he's imitating it? 
imitating having sex with a blow-up doll at the end of a slip road <laughs> on the M1. The footage, taken on a lorry's dash cam, shows the man standing behind the doll near Northampton last Wednesday morning. He appears to be balancing it against a crash barrier and has it facing away from him. The driver, who wants to remain anonymous, said, Some people have very strange hobbies and fetishes. The clippers... Can you... No, that's quite off-putting. I'm just in relaxing. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> the clippers amused many social media users and it's been shared widely. This is actually... Se- sexual harassment in the workplace. You love it. <laughs> Stop it now. OK, all right, fine. Is exactly what I would say <laughs> these days in one of those moments. David Blair said, ha, 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 roadside fun. Bert Burlington Bertie added, it will be on Pornhub later. Roadside fun. Chris Dokenkerd, that's the hard shoulder. I like that. Yeah. Good one. You, you, should, you should always pull off on the hard shoulder. <laughs> At least he's behind the, bound, the, the boundaries. Barriers. Barriers. Yeah. He broke the boundaries. Did. Mike Sandland added... Stop it. Stop it. Sorry. Mike Sandland added, we all have our fetishes, some stranger than others. Drivers on the A1 in Nottinghamshire, oh, this is a different episode, were stunned to see a naked man hidden behind some trees in April. The red-faced man raced back to his car. A Northamptonshire police told the sun, police were called to a junction near the... I'll do the police voice. Police officers were called to a location near Junction 15A of the M1 on Wednesday, September 19th at 12.15 to reports of a man behaving inappropriately on the side of the road. When officers arrived at the scene and carried out a search, the man had left the area and no further incidents were reported to us. That is not how police speak. What police right. do is they say, there's a ma- they suddenly become, they, they're, when, they're, when they're doing an official statement or whatever, police officers will suddenly get into the present tense. So they'll say... On the evening in question, the man is proceeding towards the motorway, holding a rubber doll. He's taking off his trousers. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. I've done enough court reports to know. On the day in question, I was there with my colleague, Professor uh, Professor David Lid. David Lid. I would have thought you would have queried Professor more. Well, I was there with my, my colleague, Professor David Lid, and we witnessed the suspect approaching us. At approximately 50 miles per hour. We decided... He's braking. He broke. No, no, no. They say it in the present tense. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Any coppers listening, can you come on and talk to us in that funny way you (laughs) do? They're all beating up black people and taking drugs. No, they are not. That type of copper does not listen to this show anyway. No. Okay. Only the nice ones. Okay. Smart uniforms. Hey, lady lady coppers. I love a lady copper. I'd love to cop a lady. Stop it. Honestly, you are like flipping... You need some sort of injection. I need, I'm a horn dog. He is. It's terrible. And um, I just, I just, you know, I just want to go to sleep. Are we finished with that? Great I, think, we, I think we've rinsed that out, yeah. I hope he has. <gasps> oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand, ladies and gentlemen. This is Talk Radio. Thanks very much. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ian Lee, you're an idiot. <laughs> if I listen too long, my brain turns to mush. There's a voice that keeps on calling me. Hello. Down the road, it's where I'll always be. 
Twitter is saying they can't hear us. What? Ray mentioned it. Uh, ignored that. And then Paul says, the talk radio app keeps going down and TuneIn app is not connecting either. Oh, man. And the listen again feature doesn't work. Is there anybody listening? Do we, do we, um, do we just read the Carly Simon book? Let's go to um, Jerry. Evening, Jerry. Hi, how are you? Oh, I've got, I feel lousy, man. I want to go to bed. <laughs> it sounds like so you got a cold or something. I got a cold, and it just gone. It just goes to my chest, man, and it knocks me for six. And here's the thing: because I can't belch, I'm constantly swallowing air, so I get loads oh. of trapped wind. So I get terrible indigestion, and that's what was worse. Is the ind- that's what keeps me awake. And now I'm worrying because I've got to take my car into a garage, and I have to buy a new car, and. You know, I'm, I'm just a little bit of a slump. Okay. Huh? I'll get my belt to go for you. You can drive us. Thank you, ma'am. That'll be nice. I'll look to you. How are you doing, fella? You sound well. I'm doing all right, all right. Well? I just saw that, that poison in the roundabout. They were in the band of bushes. That news story, man, the bushes, nothing, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Police. Was it you? They went out. They went out. They went out. They police went out to him. Special branch. Oh, boom. Sorry. I preferred yeah. it when we couldn't understand you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they'd stop their research into Parkinson's, and um, because yeah. your jokes are terrible. It's hard to work off them. Chickens have it usually in the oxygen. It's nothing, nothing, nothing. How can you sing a song, please? David Soul, Silver Lady. Go on then. 
Here we go. Change your language, Here we go. Change the volume up. Should we it now? We finish at one. Paul Ross comes in at one, Jerry. Hey. Oh. A bit loud. Hello, right, Paul Ross. No one, no free. Takes him very shortly. Here we go, four, six, three, one, go. Tired of twisting, searching, shifting from town to town. Every time it's little slide a little further down. I can't blame you if you won't take that. After everything I put you through. But only you're my last dope. And your house can I turn to? Come on, silver lady. Come on, silver lady. Take my word. Goodbye. Um, Carol? Hello? Say hello to Andre. And then then turn our, our microphones off, Sam. Oh. Hello? Are you Jamie? Jamie. Hello? 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 Carol. Is it Andy? No, it's Carol. This is Andre. Andre? Yeah, do you know me? No. I don't know you either, but... Do you want to hear a song? Do you like singing? No, I'm yeah. useless at singing, but I love bands. I was going to go to one on Saturday in the pub in the town centre because they're really good. Yeah, well, I'm oh, pretty Saints good. Sin. I was phoning yeah. up to offer in my car for a bit. It's I might only have got six. I don't drive shit cars, you know. It, I've had it from brand new. It's, yeah. it's knocking on in age. What is. Okay, right. <laughs> All right, we'll try that again in a minute. Andre and Carol, don't swear. Okay, Sam, give me the thumbs up when we're clear. Okay. She has got a potty, potty mouth. She gets very frustrated. But apparently, okay, you would have missed this at home, hopefully. Her car is effing good. <laughs> we got we got a bit of a delay. We got something. All right. Uh, 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 Andre, turn your radio off, Andre. Oh, me? Yeah, yes, Andre. <laughs> I'll just turn it off a minute. Hold on. I knew you were going to say that. Carol, what's your language? Well, I wasn't disappointed then. Right, right, come on then. Away you go. All right, right, Kath. Before we carry on. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, right, good. Who who is that? It's Carol. Go with a car. Yeah, Carol. What car car is it? I've got a Vauxhall Astra, old body shape, the 1.8 it's a saloon yeah. and saloon, it's yeah. nearly got 60,000 miles on it, I've had oh, it for 15 bit, years but it, I've had it since new Have you got full service history with it? Yep, I've even Has gone it? outside the book because yeah. I do it, it's full I have it every year serviced but I don't drive very much because if I don't no. feel that well. Well, so you've done 60,000 miles in it, so you haven't done bad, have you? 
No, well, but I had another that. car at the time. Oh, I see. It, it could, um, I had it kind of with another car. So well, I what was your other car? I only used it for um, an MGF 1.8. Oh, no. You know the Vox 1.8? Yeah, that's it, the it, one I'm driving at the moment. But I don't well, need it. Right, this, no, is, this it, is the... Bo- I, this is not what I expected from you two old horn dogs. A really boring car about... A uh, conversation about fuel injection. Is it... Uh, no, 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 it's yeah. not fuel well, injected. It's well, not that posh. I thought it was going to be about sex. Spot is on. Is it a Vox or, um... Jeez. Still not interested. Battery comfort. It's boring. Yeah. Has it got a nice oh, exhaust good. on it? Andre, <laughs> this is boring. It's got stainless yeah. steel exhaust. Oh, nice one. Oh it's probably yeah. lifetime guarantee, I should imagine, on that. Yeah, well, I've looked after it well. And so it, it's in good nick. And I was just phoning up to send yeah. my love to Denise. Yeah. And I was going to send her my fondest wishes and zap her some happy feelings into her pillow. That's, that's so nice. when she goes that's to nice. sleep, she'll have some good thoughts. Sweet dreams. Yeah. Sweet and nice dreams. Because she's in a bit happy. of a mess at the moment and she yeah. could do with a hug. So I'm sending Whoa. her a hug yeah. through the well radio done. waves. That's very nice of you. Yeah. Up to her, and I'm telling. There's a message for Nigel, which yeah. is, you can have five thousand five hundred pounds in savings and still yeah. get full benefits. Yeah, everything. well, listen, well, listen to this oh thing. God, it's boring. But what are you like? Do you like music, it's Carol? Boring. Carol. Yeah, 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 I am. Well, if you, you like come to see the Saints of Sin on That's... Saturday at the Queen's Tap well, in Swindon, I'll be there. Yeah, can you ever listen to this first, though, before you go? See how this compares, oh, yeah? Are you ready, Carol? Well, what? Yeah, go on, then. Hit me with it. Right. Here we go. Right, you've got to have a proper listen to this, because it's a nice one. But it's not. Right. Here we go. Sally calling in again with that noise. <laughs> Madness. You got a list. Oh, what Jones? Go to Cairo. Ah, what Jones? I bet they're not as good as me singing this. Can I sing this in? Why? Why not? I mean, now nah, go for it. Here we go. It's a bit of a build up, and then we get into it. Hold on. Oh, words, then? No, words in a minute now. Can't wait. It's that right, your comes, song. Here he comes. Go on, then, hurry right. up. <laughs> she said that before. Don't give up your day job. Gone noon, pass off monsoon on the banks of the river. No, here comes the boat, only half a float. As some greens have toothless smile. Only just one more to desolate shore, last boat along the river now. Don't seem to care, no more wind in his head as he reaches his last half mile. 
There were flaps in his hand before he reached his dry land. But the sound of his deafening smile just pokes the wet sand with an oar in his hand. Floats off down the river, no. Floats off down the river, no. Sounds like you're that, singing a madness song. Yeah, is that enough for you? That's carry on. No, no that's it, absolutely don't fine. Don't give up your day job. Okay, um, Carol. Um, I'd, it's, I wouldn't rate that. No, to be honest. No order. Thanks for I much. wouldn't like yep. to upset him. No, he's, he, he, by he's saying it wasn't my cup of tea. I like mm-hmm. anything. I've seen. Julio Iglesias. I've forgotten more than... No, I've seen Napalm Death. Have you? In Salisbury Town Hall. Yeah, I have. And I've seen... I've been watching bands play live since I was 14 you years must be old. Tired. In that... 1972. That's great. Thanks so much for your call. I've no idea what... That last 15 minutes was just a breather for me. We've just had the leader of Salisbury City Council for... Sam, come on. What, what, honestly, it flashed up on my screen, such and such. Leader of Salisbury City Council. What did he say? So he said that he saw on our website that we'd led with this, this Salisbury story yeah. and so offered his expertise to come on and talk about it. So just if he knows something about it, he should be talking to um, <laughs> MI6. Yes, give him, give him this... Give, have you got a pen and paper, Sam? Because I've yep. got a number he should call. Hit you me. ready? Nine. Right. Nine. Okay. Nine. You want to read that back to me? Yeah, I've got uh, nine. Yep. Nine. Yep. Nine. I think if you give that to him, that's probably the best number for him to call. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Um. Yes, Simon. Good evening. Good evening. I had an idea for a, a feature, a little feature you could do. Yeah, go on. It would be called Dion's Discoveries. Oh yeah, and what what would happen? So <clears throat> Dion would pick at random an existing piece of technology yeah. or an existing object. Yeah. And proceed to tell you the marvels of what it can do. All right, well, why don't you put it to him now? Go for it. Dion! What the hell's he on about? Anyway, Calamera. What? Oh, good morning, great. Calamera. Yeah, Dion. Um, why should I know about technology? Well, because you did such an excellent job of describing all about smart TVs. You've got a smart TV, haven't you, Dion? Yeah, who is this? Simon. Who the hell's Simon? Well, a caller, just like you. All oh, right. Yeah, right. so, I was just wondering, I just had a thought, it would be a good idea, right? Because when you said about your smart TV, you told everybody about what it can do, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it would be a great little feature, you could do it regularly, called Dion's Discoveries. And you could choose an object at random that already exists and tell everybody about it. Do I know you? No. Right, that's what gets me worried. Oh. Well, I, I mean, I've heard you on no, here No, 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 it's fine. No, don't worry, it's just... Um, I didn't expect this, that's all. Oh, you're not going to put a hit on me, are you? 
Yeah, I could do. I've upgraded it anyway. I bought a same bowl. Put a hit on me. Ran a keyboard for it. You're going to put yeah. a hit on me? I suppose I could, yes. I don't mind. Oh, Christ. Oh, I'm sorry, Dion. No, it's all right. It just... It wasn't suspected. Ian's obviously set us up. Uh, I'm really scared now. I'm sorry. No, don't... No, no. I don't mind doing that. I... No, I do. I quite like my life. I don't want you to put a hit on me. Right, now I know it's a wind-up. It's not a wind-up. Right, I'm Ian. a bit worried, because I said you're going to put a hit on me. You said yes. Ian. Anyway, so what do you think of my idea? Um... I don't know. Should we, should we try one now? Should we try one now for laugh? Look, I know this is Ian having a wind-up because I grew Ian, up. Yeah. He was a neighbour of mine. It's not Ian. It's Simon. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. So, go on. Choose an item. Well, I was going to ask Ian how... Because I had to go away not long after. He, he had a race with someone in Bramley Road called... No, not long after when? So, Brian, I never found out who won the race. What race? Ian had a race with James O'Brien at Bramley Road Studios, and I never found out who won. Oh, right, OK. What did he use to race on? What was he racing on? They are racing in the car park at the back of the studio. With what, though? I'm a bit too long in the tooth, Ian, mate. No, I'm on a bad. It's not Ian. I was just going to say, if it's on a bike or something like that, you could tell us about that, what it does. It was a long, long time ago. It was probably about ten years ago. So yeah, but well, what, was it, what was it, though? What, what was the race? Cycling or... They run, about, they run about 100 metres and they're both tall, lanky kits. Running race? Yeah. Oh, right, OK. Yeah. They were There's both gets, and I just wanted to do one. I don't know. I was just thinking of a bit for Dion's discovery. So um, you could maybe get um, training shoes and tell everybody what they're like. <laughs> I don't know, mate. This is not good radio. No? Okay. Oh, sorry. Anyway, don't it, help me. It don't help me, please. Oh, no, Ian's got his little buttons in the studio and now he can change his voice and everything. No, 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 no. He couldn't change his voice to this voice. Okay. I wouldn't want to change my voice to this voice. Yeah, I can change mine from Asian to Irish to Geordie to anything. Can you do... Outer Mongolian? I don't bloody know. <laughs> Come on, Ian. Liven up, mate. Get in the real world. All right? Not Ian. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter, then. What are you doing tonight, anyway, Dion? Um, I had a mate round. We had a couple of joints, and I come lie down in my bed about 11, half 11. OK. Might, might not be a good idea to tell you that I'm a policeman. You might not want to know that now, at this point. Well, you don't know where I live, or if you can, I'll give you the address. Come round and link me, because there's nothing here. Well, there isn't now, because you smoked all the evidence. 
Oh dear, dear me. Sorry, mate. I'm a bit long in the tooth with all this. Okay. Um, well, if you're a policeman. What do you want to talk about now? If, if, if you're a policeman, come round. Well, do you want I'll, my address? I've been there in about I've been there about twenty minutes. How about that? Okay then. Well, you better take. But you're going to hide all the evidence, though, Dion. You'll hide all the evidence, and then when I get there, you're going to start telling me about all you what your smart TV does. I know your game, my son. All right then. Well, come running an ARV. A what? An ARV. What's that? Well, you should know if you're a policeman because. No, I want you to tell me. You're a policeman, mate. Ian, yeah. come round an ARV because if you try to come into my place, I would just... Well, you won't get in. You're going to kill me. So you are going to put a hit on me. No. Ian, please, what? mate. I know you're going to do a good podcast with this, but... Um, don't wind me up, mate. I'm not winding you up. I'm just asking you. Have you destroyed all the evidence? Because I'm scared that when I get there, you're going to start telling me all about your smart TV. You don't know where all... Oh, come on. It connects to the internet, doesn't it? This is getting very childish. Why? Because I know Ian's... I nearly swore then. Good job of... Don't swear. If you swear, I'll have to press the dump button. Yeah, well, there you go, Steve. So you're not you're in the studio. Yeah. No, I refrain. Sorry, 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 refrain. Uh, sorry listeners. Oh, I know, you, I know, you, I know that went out on YouTube. Sorry. Hey, Dion. Yes. Does your TV have YouTube? Yes. Wow, never. What else does it do? Um. Same as a computer, Will. Really? So you're got... in a good mood. Sorry? Yeah, I am in a good, good job mood. You... Good job you're in a good mood. Why? What are you going to do? Kill me? Put a hit on me? No. Good, because I'm a policeman. I wouldn't like that. Yeah, we'll... we'll... What you met, Thames Valley, Midlands, what you... Greater Manchester, wow. Lancashire. Wow. You better tell me what an ARV is, and I'll tell you. Well, if you're not a policeman, or you'd know what an ARV is. I am a policeman. Yeah, I know. Honest. I am Chief I, Inspector I, Detective Constable. I'll tell you something. Ian, I'm playing your game, mate, and it's good fun, because it'll make a good podcast, because I'll... I'll probably find it online somewhere. But it is good fun, you know. Uh, well, if you're coming up from London, can you bring that whale up the Thames with you to Windsor? It would be, be better off in Windsor than in the estuary. It's a better, better class of people. Oh, anything. Anyway, Tottenham won Arsenal scum. Penile erection. Pardon? That's what I said.
Mutta ne on alaska. Alison, to get an erection. If you have to ask, you probably can't. She's asleep. That's what she said. Well, there you go, mate. Sorry, Ian. Really did not realise I was live. Thanks, boss. Cheers, mate. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344. 499-1000, uh, Late Night Alternative, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle. Yes. Here till one o'clock. Mm. I may not be in tomorrow, I really don't feel very well. I feel, feel very queer. And um, so I may, I may, well, see, hopefully I feel better. That feels to me like this is the start. This is the start of, of the cold. You sound a bit wheezy. I'm a little bit wheezy. Hello, Lewis. Hi, Ian. Um, mm. I got... Uh, you know the song I wrote earlier? Yes. I've I've been practising it, and I can sing it, man. Oh, OK, because we had to cut you off because it was so bad. I know, I know, but it's not going to be bad this time. OK, fine. Well, I like people that, 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 you know, lick their wounds and come back... Fighting harder. Yeah, refined. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Right, I'm ready to sing it. Because I only had the lyrics, so I'm ready now. Okay. All right. You ready? Very, very ready. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Gonna have a baby, Ian Lee and Kathy B. Gonna have an artificial baby, Ian Lee and Kathy B. No hanky panky, just banky wanky. Don't call it artificial, just says it's official, yeah. Yeah. That's all I've got so far. That took you six months. How is that different from the first one? I sang it. OK. Oh. Have you got any news stories? Yeah. Go on, you do that. OK, here's one. I'm going to sneeze. That's not the news. Bless you. Mum worried after call from son. School. But can't help laughing when she discovers what he's done. Say that again, I didn't understand. Mum worried after call from son's school. Yeah. But she can't help laughing when she discovers what he's done. Because you originally said mum worried after son. I know, because I thought I was going to sneeze again. Okay, well, that emphasis meant that the whole thing didn't make sense. So okay. Give it to us one more time and then go into the story. Okay. Mum worried after call from son's school, but can't help laughing when she discovers what he's done. Um, a poo in the bath? No. Warning, this story involves an image which some may find disturbing, so I've if never, you're all squeamish, look away now. I've never been so drunk or so high mm-hmm. that I wouldn't remember splattering a bath. I know. With my guts. No, no. The fact that they were questioning that. Sorry, this is talking about um, Josh, our guest in the first hour. Tells a story about threesome. It's had me thinking a lot. Although I did have my drink spiked once and I have no idea what happened. Okay, okay, okay. I'd give you that. But they, but they were they were legit threesome lovers. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Sorry, Karen. 
Also, right, I know that we're, we're blaming it on extra girl because it's probably easier to blame it on extra yeah. girl, right? We're all the extra girl in this in this life. But um, if it is extra girl, then, I mean, she had precious little mystery to start with. Yeah. That's kind of... She's left some mystery for them. She's jumped in with both feet there, hasn't she? Well, I wouldn't jump into that. <laughs> Oklahoma-based mum, oh. Lady, Lady Hobson, actual real name... Spell L A D Y E. Oh, so she's not. Uh, she's not. A, it's not her job. No. Okay. She's Lady Hobson. Recently Lady got... Hobson, isn't that? Um, isn't that um, uh, like a, the the little own brand version of um, those... Mr. Kipling? No, the um, what are the things that you put your penis in and hump it. You can make one out of Pringles and Pringles. A... And a and a rubber glove. Oh, a flashlight. Yeah, isn't Lady Hobson? Did they do them? I, oh, that'd Lady, be Middle Isle, wouldn't I it? I think Lady Hobson is like an own brand flashlight. Okay. You got any Lady Hobsons? I, I can't. I can't. Afford, no more cough medicine for you. I can't afford a flashlight, but I don't. You know, I don't, I've got. I've got more than enough. Co- I could buy Pringles and a marigold, but I feel like treating myself. It's the wife's away. Gonna have a nice week. I'm getting divorced. I'm divorced and living on my own. I'm gonna get myself three Lady Hobsons. Three? Why three? Um, oh, no, different races. Oh, okay. You attach them to a cut-out picture of a white lady, a black lady, and a Japanese lady. Okay. And then um, you've thought about this a lot. I've got it. No, I'm not. So I've, I've got it. Sam helped me set it up. Okay. It's a great little system. Thank you, Sam. Got a glory hole Hobson as well. Flipping it, man. Huh? Oklahoma-based mum, Lady Hobson, who doesn't deserve that kind of treatment. She deserves more respect. I can't breathe. Recently got a call from her son's school. <coughs> and you should have a letter home. <laughs> While she was at work. Yeah. As many parents will know only too well, a call during the day from your child's school can be a very bad sign, so she was a little worried when she answered the phone. Of course she was. Thankfully, it turned out her son, Brylan... Oh, my God. That's like three names in one. Brian, Rylan and Lando. Well, thankfully, it turned out her three-named son, Brylan, was was neither sick nor in trouble. But Lady was in no way prepared for the conversation she was about to have with the school's head teacher. In a post written from her view from home... Oh, in a post written for her view from home... Can you not read punctuation? Listen, I've... uh, Yeah... In a post written for Her View From Home, she said, My cell phone rings while I'm at work and it's my son's school calling. This cannot be good. My mind goes straight to what sort of injury he's suffered or what ridiculous prank he's pulled that has landed him in the principal's office. So I answer the call with hesitation in my voice. What the hell was it? Lady, this is Gayla, the principal. Yeah, we're on first name basis. I know. Where is this? The land of made up names. (laughs) I've never heard anything like it. Have you, Dion? I was going to phone up and tell your producer you'll have to get up a lot earlier in the morning to catch me out. Yeah, clever, okay, well, cleverer than me, Dion. Who's the producer? <laughs> Find that one out first. Cleverer than me, Dion. So, I just called to let you know that Brylan has made my day. He's got a pregnant. Lady response. He's tiny. How old is he? Like little. You start producing sperm at a very, very young age. Man alive. Yeah, exactly. Lady responds that she's got. The sooner someone gets you a Lady Hobson, the better for all of us. I've got three of them. I've got a white one, a black one, and an Asian one. Oh, God. Could you. I mean, I think you might need some sort of. I had um, a glory hole one. I think you might need some sort of expansion pack. I just unscrewed the um, black lady one and used that as the, the glory hole. Oh, my God. One. 
You should come round one no, day. No, it's fine. It sounds like a solo thing. So, no, Sam comes round. Oh, Sam, help me set it up. I mean, this is... We have to test it. In the realms of... Yeah, exactly. Stop. It's just... It's, uh, it basically... Uh, it's uh, like... It's... Uh, it's uh, zip. It's the... Uh, it's like uh, having... It's uh, the Atari. I don't want to hear it. I've heard some horrible things from you. It's, this is going even worse. It's the Atari of sex dolls. God. Like, retro classic. Lady responds, she's glad to hear something so nice from the other woman, but quickly regrets her words. No. Trying not to laugh, the head teacher then proceeds to tell her that a member of the faculty had discovered a dead squirrel in her son's bag. Oh, jeez. Horrified, Lady writes... guys, the kid's a psychopath. To say I'm embarrassed is an understatement. Lock I him up. am mortified. A dead squirrel? Why is it in his backpack? How did the squirrel die? And why in the world would he try and keep he, this dead animal in his backpack? He killed it after According... he tried to make it pregnant. No. Crossbreed with it. He tried to crossbreed with a dead squirrel. My God. This is sick. Really, you need to... Brylando needs, Brylando soon, needs um, to be uh, executed by America's electric chair. According to the head teacher... <laughs> any more cough medicine? There's no, no more no, for no, you. No, no, no more no. of these either. Come on. No, strep sores don't get you high. Well, let's just take some precautions. <laughs> According to the head teacher, the son had put the dead animal in his bag as he wanted to have squirrel dumplings for dinner. Squirrel dumplings. Ooh. Yes, but it gets worse. Is it a boy? She then asks, yes, that she then asks me if I actually want the squirrel to come home with him. Y'all, I had to explain that we're from the country, but we're not that country. No. What country? It's racist. Moments later, the head teacher sends her a picture of the poor animal, which at this point is covered with bugs and still inside the personalised bag lady had splashed around 40 quid on for her son. Well, hang on a minute. She came to England to buy it. No, it's in the mirror. They've done a translation because apparently we're too thick to realise well, you know it's dollars. They have uh, dollars over there. I know. So that's like $52. When the bemused mum heads back to school to pick her son up later that day, she found he was fighting back tears and very apologetic. Holding back the tears. I'm sorry, mum, I bummed a squirrel. She adds, I think after all this, my kid may darn well deserve some squirrel dumplings, although someone else will have to cook them because this mama will never. So I don't understand what that story was about. It's about someone. I thought he'd done a good thing. No. That was the implication at the early stage. No. Everyone was laughing about it, but, you know, he's picked up roadkill. So what we're going to do, right, because I'm going to be sick, is we're going to... Oh, we'll take call straight to her. Hang on. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. No, there we go. That was. And that's how it'll work. <laughs> the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to air. Good evening, line one. Okay, thanks very much. Yep. Okay, thank you very much indeed. Enjoyed that. Oh three four four. I got such bad indigestion, honestly. Because I can't burp. If mm. I could burp, I'd be fine. But because I've got this sore throat, I'm swallowing a lot, so I'm taking down a lot of air, and that's the thing that causes the uh, the major discomfort. Do you want a uh, fizzy pop? No, because it do, that all that will do is make it worse. Because uh. I can't burp. I need someone to burp me. Hello, line one. I can hear you now. I couldn't hear you then. You can't. Oh, I couldn't. I had my headphones in. Obviously, it didn't work. My apologies for that. It worked um, appallingly. Yeah. Yes. 
Oh, yes. Can I speak to Ian, please? You're speaking to him. You're live on Talk Radio now. You're Ian Lee. Uh, Good yeah. news. Yeah. I have a question. OK. What, what happened to Agent Chris? He produces Nigel Farage's show on LBC now. That's a true story. Is that true? That's I didn't realise that. That's yeah, he produces Nigel and Farage. He... Ah, and the second question is, is it possible if we can bring back the Daily Correspondent update? Uh, well, yeah, we can, but the thing is, we did it at 5.38, and I'm not on the air then, but you guys are welcome to organise that yourself. Wow, we could do that. That's exciting. That Thank is you exc- very much indeed. A classic, classic listener. I like that guy. Thank you, man. Um, line two, you're on the wireless. Okay, there we go. Disappointing. You got another more, any more stories? Yeah, I've got this one about a ghost ship. Ooh, you want yes, that? Mate, let's get some ghost ship music. Okay, here we go. You're a fanny. Oh. Haunting. Yes, line one. I've got a cure for your illness and it will work within an hour. Beautiful. Uh, no, I, actually, I haven't. I was lying. Permission to put out, please, sir! Uh, permission granted. Very disappointing. Very disappointing. Go on. Got your hopes up there. Yeah, he did. He really did get my hopes up there, and then they were dashed. Right, here we go, then. Mm. Bloke explores haunted ship in dead of night. What he films is terrifying. Oh, sweet lord. He's not going to be terrifying. Ghost hunter Xavier Hunter. What? He's actually called is Ghost Hunter. Is he a ghost hunter, hunter or is he a Xavier Hunter? Ghost Hunter, Xavier Hunter. He'll be easier to catch ghosts than Xavier's. He's 38. Videoed himself exploring I would say Xavier. Would you? Yeah, Xavier. I don't know how you pronounce it. I'm going to say Xavier. Okay. Say it. Xavier. Okay. Thanks. He videoed himself exploring the bowels of the retired Queen Mary Ocean liner when creepy incidents started to occur. Queen Mary's bowels. I know. Dirty boy. Tired as well. The footage shows. You say the funniest little Xavier's. You throw out the funniest little little lines that I don't. Quite often I talk over them, and I apologise for that. But people, um, I think people get them. That was funny. That was oh, a good thanks, one. Thanks, mate. I wasn't, I wasn't even doing a thing then. No, 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 but you're funny. The footage shows Xavier, 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 looking around the engine rooms of the British ship, but for a split second, something seems to appear behind him. Uh-oh. Slow motion footage then shows what seems to be a man dressed in plain clothing staring directly at the ghost hunter, whose name is Xavier Hunter. Xavier from Las Vegas, Nevada, US, in case you were wondering, claims he felt the temperature drop and a cold shiver run down his spine before the spooky apparition was seen. But things got even scarier moments later. I'm cacking my pants. The paranormal investigator is seen entering through a door marked emergency exit. That's not the spooky part, though, but it was just... In the distance, a young girl's voice seems to be singing a nursery rhyme. Xavier now claims the two experiences are among the best he's ever caught on camera. As a paranormal investigator, this is the type of footage we dream of catching when we applaud these haunted locations, he said. The figure of the apparition is interesting because it almost looks like a man in modern clothing wearing a T-shirt and brown pants or shorts, except where the legs are supposed to be, there is nothing there. Legless. The figure looks almost transparent, and the creepy part is that it seems to be looking directly at me. Well, he should say translucent then, because mm-hmm. that means almost transparent. Mm-hmm. I mean, slightly transparent or opaque. I mean, 
Translucent or opaque. No one says translucent anymore, and that really annoys me. It's a good word. The figure looks almost transparent. Translucent or opaque. The creepy part is that it seems to be looking directly at me. To make it even scarier, the ghost fanatic is certain he was the only person in the engine room. Well, that's not true, because someone's filming him. He also revealed how he heard stories of a little girl named Jackie who drowned in the second-class pool. And Xavier thinks the singing voice in the video could be that young girl. Could be. As I open the double doors, you can clearly hear what sounded like a small child singing a nursery rhyme, he added. Once I entered the area where the ghost sang, you can briefly hear what sounds like a small child crying. I have no explanation of what this could have been. Maybe I am one of the lucky few who've actually made contact with the ghost of Jackie. There's a lady Hobson, in case you're wondering. Oh. That's what it looks like. Looks a lot like uh, an exhaust pipe. Yep. Is mine supposed to look like that? Because I think I might need to uh, see somebody. Um, you probably want yours um, tightened up a little bit, yeah. <laughs> to make it look like that. I would have thought. Do you not think? I mean, that looks quite... No, I think yours probably needs to be tightened up. A that bit. looks... No, it's, it's you need... To prob- I'd imagine... Yours probably needs a little bit of... No, um, mine's... Um, it's just... Mine's not as me- bit, metal as that. Bit of stitching. What? Hello, Line One. You're live on Talk Radio. Britain's gr- fastest-growing, speech-based, news-based, topical, vaguely right-wing uh, radio station. Congratulations. Hello there. Hello. Okay, Me and these guys tonight. I gave that guy... Really good introduction. I'm so worried my car isn't going to make it home because my car is not feeling well, not working very well. And it was just giving me the judders on the way in. Would you like me to drive behind you, make sure you get home? <laughs> oh, thanks, Mum. All right. What are you talking about? It's me being friendly. Yeah, don't bother. No, if I break down, you can come and pick me up. I'll uh, phone you and you can come pick me up on uh, the double. Uh, well, I mean, I, I will. I will do that. Can I have your attention, ladies and gentlemen? I like it. I've never done that. I've always wanted to... Can I have your attention, please, ladies and gentlemen? I don't want to alarm you, but we're under attack. That'd be great. I think you'll need to do that if it's an attack situation. Can I have your attention, please, ladies and gentlemen? I don't mean to alarm you, but the sex party starts now. (laughs) I don't mean to alarm you. (laughs) Can I have your attention, ladies and gentlemen? I don't mean to alarm you, but the Whitney Houston Tribute Act is starting in the next room. Why would that be alarming? Because some people are terrified of tribute. Um, Oh, I love a bit of tribute, me. Here's a story. Oh, hang on. Hello, caller. Hello, caller. Welcome to Talk Radio, home of the hits. Ian, I've got a big hairy willy. You've got a big hairy willy? Would you like to see it sometime? Um, yeah, sure. When? I'll get hairy balls as well. Okay. They tend to go together. You've got hair, hair on your willy. <laughs> oh, he's gone to listen to himself because he enjoyed that so much. <laughs> They're loving that. Yeah, he missed out. He's he missed a chance that. to really ram the message home. He was loving that. Good for him. Hello, line two. Hello, Ian. Hello, Kath. Hello to all the Lady Hobsons listening at home. Hello, Hello Lady Hobsons. Congratulations for joining us on Britain's growing late-night um, sensation. Raise your Lady Hobson in the air. Um, and, and shake and it like you just don't care. Shake it like you just don't care. 
I have an idea for a show, Ian, and it's one that is actually quite feasible. You know, you have a gun, a gun amnesty, and a, I nearly didn't be able to say that, and a knife amnesty. Yeah. How about a alternate number amnesty? Because I ring up on another number with uh, on my mobile and uh, with a different name and, and area. Oh. Well, hang yeah. on, but why, how would it work as a... Well, you can just ring up and have both your number. Can you, if on my, on the, my, when it rings up, it says Danny in God Manchester. No, well, this, um, this so, one, no, it's Danny, this one doesn't. Doesn't it? No. Yes, it, it does. Cause this one, one says one Danny, Manchester. Huntingdon, yeah. Cambridgeshire. Oh, well, Huntingdon's the next village. It's got the same dialing code. This is Mate, shut up. You said it said something, and it didn't, and I've called you out. You're a liar. Your alternate number thing is a scam. And I'm about to add a note to that, that you don't want to know. That Danny is a, Danny is a fraudster. <laughs> Make stuff up. You're a, you're a liar. What is it? And your system needs updating, because I did live in Huntingdon. Your system needs updating, and your face will need updating after I've battered the living daylights out of it. And he's about to slag off my Lady Hobsons. People should know better than to go there. Let's go to line seven. Hello, line seven. Yes, come on. Speak. Out with Hello? this. Yes, go on. I was, I was, just, I was straight to her. Yeah. Yeah. Ian. Yes. Hello. Oh, I've, I've just, well, I came in about oh, ten minutes ago. I just heard Kath talk something about a ghost ship. You're yeah. correct. I don't know what you, you. Hello. I don't know what you're talking about. Ghost a go- ships. A ghost but, ship. Goat ship. There's a goat ship. Goat ghost ship. Goat ship. Isn't it? Goat. We're full of goats. Yeah, I, that's right, goats. Yeah. yeah. All, all I wanted to say, I don't know what you're talking about, but the scariest thing I've ever seen. Never seen a ghost. I said no, no, mate. No, I woke up. I was with this the ex-girlfriend. I woke oh, up. Ne- lying next to her. But as I've rolled over, her one one eye was open. Yeah. And she was having that rapping eye movement, <laughs> yeah. like as if she was dreaming. Yeah. And I'm telling you, is the I don't know if it's because just one eye was open, but it's the most scariest thing I've ever seen. I mean, it's called rapping eye movement. Well, a lady thing. blinking was a winking was no, scary. No, no, that's the, no, no. It doesn't blink, mate. No, no. Did the it wink? eye. No, no. The, the, your eye. That's the thing. Obviously, we don't see ourselves, do we? We're asleep and dreaming. And when was the asleep. last time you filmed somebody? Well, I filmed myself sleeping about um, five months ago. I streamed it live yeah, on YouTube. Normally, what I'm saying is the rapid eye movement takes place with our eyelids shut, closed. Right. And one of her eyes was open, and oh, therefore no. I saw the eye. You should flying have... Flying around at, like... The eye was flying around. <laughs> right, Paul Ross I mean, is yeah, here. Yeah, like, left to right, up and down, diagonal. Paul Ross is here. As, as as say, hang on a minute, what... Ben. Paul, Paul, yo, yo. Paul, this is Ben. Ben is telling us the most terrifying thing he's ever seen. I've been listening to the flying no, eye up and down. The flying eye left up and right. down. Yeah. You, you Wasn't Russ Kane like the flying eye back in the day? He was. He, he was, was terrifying. So she was possessed. Possessed. She was Russ, hang on a minute. Russ Kane was not possessed, Ben. That is libelous. You've got he, to retract that. Some of his goods have been repossessed. Yeah. But your home is at risk as well, Ben, if you don't keep up with payments and always read the label. But thanks for the call. Let's go to line seven. Line seven. It's Xavier the ghost hunter. The little girl is behind the door. Okay, 
Thanks very much. It reminds me of something that one of the mediums, in inverted commas, when I did Most Haunted Live for many years. Oh, yeah. Paying off text bills. One of the guys... You don't have to justify your doing what works. Because no, I, I used to be watching it in my free never... time and no one was paying me. Here's the thing, as I get older, no, I don't justify no, anything I love it, now. No. Yeah. Why did you do it? Pay the text bill. Yeah, exactly. We um, know that. But one of the mediums once came in, he, and I was, I, was, I was only doing the link, so I'd say, you know... William Blake wrote, there are, you know, there's that which is known and that which is unknown in between the doors. Tonight our handle will go on that door handle. We'll pull it open, see what lies behind. Then they go to the investigation with Vet Fielding. And we had one of the many mediums we went through. And he said, he went, ooh. And the vet said, what's the matter? He said, I just felt a column of cold air about the height of a small child. Oh, <laughs> 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 Means nothing and everything, doesn't it? Nothing and everything. Anyway, let me show you something, both of you. Oh, Take a look at that phone figure of a man. Yes. There he is, Mr. Mutton Chop Whiskers. His name's John Roberts. Oh, I'm born... reading your tweet about that. 1829, yeah, yeah. okay. Great picture. He had 30 grandsons of his 100 grandchildren who served sons in the First World War. 100 lived, grandchildren. He lived to count back 23 of them. Wow. It's an amazing story. His great great grandson has done the family research. He joins us on the program. Beautiful. I can't wait to hear about that one because we count, like counted that. down to the big commemoration 100 years at the end of the Great yeah. War, of course. Well, that went on a bit longer on the very Eastern Front because we went against, we joined up with the right Russians against the Soviets and all that stuff, but it's a brilliant story on the show tonight. All that and the usual old tosh. I love I love stuff like that. That's um, you know kind of that's proper social history, man. That's exciting. One stuff. of the few, few things I did I was quite pleased with was years ago when I was on that rather kind of mediocre show after the one show called um, what's it called? God, what is it? The BBC show. Can't even remember what it's called now. Local current affairs, but they do nationwide. No, no, no. It's long after that. Oh God, what was it called? Anyway, we we found a village in Kent that had a, a, a memorial to the survivors. All the young men in the village went off to fight in the Great War, and they all came back alive. Wow. And what we did was we got all their descendants in the village hall, and it was kind of saying, this is the reason they're here. And we've got them. And this guy's great, uh, this guy's grandfather, the man who wrote the book about his great-great-granddad, his grandfather went, came back, he was shot in the head in Palestine and survived. Can you believe that? I can believe it. This is before antibiotics. These men were, these were tough guys and women, weren't they, back in the day? Not these snowflakes you got now. Oh, I know, Inside Out. Oh, called. that show. That's a stinker. I did that for four or five years for B- Kent and East Sussex or something. Terrible wow. show. Oh, that's another reason I don't like Matthew Wright. Because he was leaving Inside Out as the host. And I did a few films for them. And they said, oh, he's leaving. We'd really like you to be the host. Could you go and audition for us? I was like, yeah, sure. So audition? I went film, yeah, I went and filmed some bits and pieces. And they said, yeah, we really like it. But Matthew's decided to come back. Oh, man. That guy. He's stabbing you back to your face. Exactly. Paul Ross will be on at one o'clock. Honestly, no one puts in more work to make a show than that man. With so little show for it. <laughs> so, no, it's good. It's a good listen, man. Thank you, Kath. You're welcome. Um, okay. Thank you. No, we go. That's it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you, Sam. Sorry, I'm flagging, man. I'm absolutely flagging. How is the health? Because you sound a bit throaty. I've got a terrible cold. I'm, I'm probably not going to come in tomorrow. Is he allowed to chew cough sweets on air like that on the market? It's very disconcerting. This isn't a cough sweet. This is um, uh, backy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We will be back. Someone will be back tonight at 10. I don't know. Stay tuned, though. Paul Ross is coming up. Good night.